we got a we got a Michael Jordan flu game right here. Dude, right here, folks. Michael Jordan about to drop sixty four points on this podcast right now. Tyler's feeling baby feeling under the weather. A little little under the weather today, so I won't be uh yelling as much as I usually do. Uh speaking of flu games, I just read about Le'Veon Bell. So he missed he missed Sunday's game. Uh Great, we're just, you, Well, I, I just thought you brought up flu games, okay. so it just it just cool. too well. Whatever. And it kinda goes into something we also did, so he missed Sunday's game because of an illness. They didn't disclose what. And then today he posted on Twitter. He said, and the caption was "flu game." And on Saturday he bowled a two fifty seven. Yes. Flu game. Too sick to play Sunday. Too sick to play, but can not bowl sick on enough Saturday. to go bowl That's to right. not not to not not go bowling. That's right. I I'm, I agree with him. Never too sick to go bowling. Dude, I can go bowl like twelve games right now. No, you, no, you're too weak. You're not strong-willed enough. Oh, good point. On Saturday, we went bowling. Yeah, bowling see, for at, Bucks. Monte Carlo. Look at that segue I uh, just set you up with. We did Monte Carlo bowling on Saturday, and I won How much $17. Look at that. And what? And uh, you got most of that from one shot, right? Because you had the $15, $15 shot? $15 shot. For those of you guys who don't know, Monte Carlo bowling is kind of like gambling. So you pay for a cover charge. Yeah. 20 bucks, I think it is, to get in. You get three games, and then they cycle colored pins in, and then if they end up in like certain certain arrangements, yeah. they're worth a certain amount of money. Yeah. And you, you know, if you get like if you get a strike, you, you yeah. get a dollar. And or if whatever. you have like a game, it's like two hundred. You get like a dollar. Two fifty is like five dollars. Yeah. And if you you know you bowl three hundred, you get like 50, fifty bucks or something. Uh, something like that. crazy like that, because you know, all of my non bowlers out there is a little difficult. Yeah, just a little bit. Yep. So that was fun. Hell yeah, dude. Bowled a uh, 637 series. Yeah, fucking big whoop, dude. Which is, I got a 200 in all three games that I bowled, which was pretty fucking dope. Especially since we haven't bowled First for... time you've done that, huh? I don't know if that's the first time I've done that. First time you've done that, huh? Totally my first <laughs> I time. I remember when I was 12. <laughs> I remember my first time going in... Oh, fuck, I forgot the joke. What was that, what was that joke you kept making? Yeah. Oh, I remember I my remember first, my first Raider, Raider game. game. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Right. That's right. Yep. Fuck so, a, bud. what other stories do we got? Nothing really. Yeah, it's pretty much same old, same old it's shit. The same old, same old situation. That's right. Well, since you're feeling not good, you want to just jump into it. We can get right into it. You want to start with a little baseball? Yeah, uh, might as well. Fl- I mean, we keep that seems to be flowing the best. Let's do it again. Yeah, stick to the same script. So, we got some. Big well, we don't piece- have a script, but well. I mean, like, base, a, like baseball, a general guideline, like, like baseball. Yeah, it's called a guideline. It's like a script. No, no, no. like an overview of a script. <laughs> Just go. It's like a script for your script. No, <laughs> it's a guideline. It's like a guideline to your guideline. It's like a script for your guideline. It's like a guideline for your script. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so we, you know, we keep going back to that. Instagram post of, you know, the key pieces to fall. And we've got a few key pieces falling here. Michael Pineda, the famous uh, pine tar on the neck pitcher, signs with the Twins, two-year, $20 million. Cool. No comment for that one. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been really relevant. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Gibson, who was a rookie last year, pitched for the Twins, signs for a three-year, $28 million deal with the Rangers. 
and then we get our first really big piece to fall. We get Strasburg going back with the Nationals. Seven-year, $245 million. Strasburg back with the Nationals. Called, I think we said we called that one coming. Yeah. Seen that, that one coming? Yeah. That's why we cleared up all that space with Bryce Harper was to pay these other guys. You gotta pay the guys that you really want on your team. Yeah, exactly. Gotta, Not gotta, that gotta, fucking chump. Yeah, you're, you want to pay the guys your, your World Series MVP. Why not sign that guy back? Uh, and then we get Didi Gregorius, who I know we talked about during that post. Former shortstop for the Yankees. Is now a Philadelphia Philly on a one-year, fourteen million dollar deal, back with Joe Girardi. I mean, I think he's just betting on himself to have an even better year. Oh, probably. And then, and then he'll probably bank in on a bigger, way bigger contract. So we'll yeah, because one year, fourteen mil for. Oh, that's right. Joe Girardi's gonna coach that. Team. Joe Girardi is is the new manager for that team, so he's. Yep. And then we get a longtime MLB player leaving the MLB, signs with a Japanese team. Adam Jones, former center fielder for the Baltimore Orioles. Don't even remember where he played last year. Travis can't find his phone. Where the fuck did my phone go? Keep talking. So Adam Jones. Adam Jones, yeah. I don't know how much his deal... They didn't really say how much his deal was. What's your deal? But he signs... He's going to be playing in Japan. It's right under his nutsack. <laughs> Couldn't find his phone under his nutsack. Um, Adam Jones, who used to play for the Braves, Bal- right? No. Baltimore. Not Williams. old Adam Jones, newer Adam Jones. You're thinking of Chipper Jones. No, didn't he have a brother? No idea. Andrew yeah, Jones? Was, oh, that's Andrew Jones. I get him confused. Okay, I was like, yeah. I, I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, there's about? Andrew and Chipper, and then there's... Adam. This guy? And Adam. Adam yeah. Jones, yeah. Just anybody with the last name Jones is confusing me quite confused me quite a bit. Uh, I wonder if they have any relation to Indiana. Indiana Jones? Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones. Dr. Jones. Um, and then last night, late last night, we get pretty much one of the big two, big three to fall. Garrett Cole signs. With the Evil Empire, he signs with the Yankees, nine-year. Huge contract. $324 million. Huge contract. So, annually speaking, Mike Trout is the only one above him, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. He's yeah. the only one above. And it's not by, I think it's like a or $1 million more. Uh, Yeah, I think it was like a half a million. Yeah. Maybe I don't even think half, it was a full amount yeah, a million yeah. more. Yeah. And, because, I mean, I think Mike Trout signed for like half a decade or like for a whole decade or something. What uh, uh, I'm gonna give my opinion. I want to hear your opinion on this. Uh, I think it's over. I think it's too much. I don't think Garrett Cole has established himself to be that high paid of a player. Nine years. I think. I think it's million? so strange paying no. a starting pitcher who's only gonna go out there once every five days. Yeah. The type of money you play in every you pay an everyday player yeah for me i feel that's strange not to say that people don't deserve it um if anybody's gonna deserve it guys like strasburg i don't i, I wouldn't even pay strasburg that seven year to 245 million i think right about strasburg would be i think strasburg deserves less because he's older and the issues he's that's, had that's my only i think problem. garrett cole deserves about what strasburg gets maybe a little more but not as much as to be compared in Mike Trout, Manny Machado yeah. type yeah. way. Those guys play every day. Yeah. And I get it, a starting pitcher, you know, in in theory, a starting pitcher, when you think of him, you think, you know, he's going out there for seven innings, 
every time he goes out there. Yeah. But that just doesn't happen anymore. No, no. It's, so, it's not. so what are you paying for? Yeah, and, and usually you're also paying, you want 25, if you're going to pay a pitcher this this much, you want 25 to 30 wins, wins a season. Uh, and right now you're lucky to get 20 wins out of, out of pitchers. Out of starting pitchers. Yeah, they're not just, uh, they're not, they're not, um, working on, they're getting more off, I mean, they're, they're five, everybody's got at least a five-man rotation. Yeah, yeah. And then if somebody. They're getting away from the four-man. If you're feeling a little sore, you're gonna have, you know, maybe throw in a, that scared the shit out of me. Fucking puppers. That scared the shit out of me, I'm not gonna lie. Fucking puppers opening the doors. My dog just opened the door and just, I just see her head poke in. (laughs) Go lay down. Go lay down. <laughs> the dog doesn't listen to him. No, all right. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how I feel about that. But yeah, I, I think I, they deserve the money because like those are the guys who get you wins. And but, uh, but it's at, like you said, it's every. Yeah. There's five a couple day, things that, every five that, days. Uh, Mr. Kiai wanted to text me this morning to mention on the podcast. Oh and Jesus! That, you, you know that was one. Of them. Oh, of course, because he's a Yankee isn't he homer. a Yankee guy? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! Well. I don't know what they're going to do about the shortstop position because obviously they're, you know, their follow-up to Derek Jeter just signed with another team to play with their former manager, so. Yeah, that's, I mean. They, they're going to have some key pieces they have to fix, and that's just, I, I don't know if they w- well, really we, should have. We talked really about it, we talked about it last year. Time. We talked about it last year with, um. With the the minor league system, how they played in the wake of everybody being gone, um, they kind of stepped it up. So maybe they have something cooking. Uh, maybe. Where maybe. they can afford to uh, let go, <sighs> let let DD go, and focus on their starting pitching. You know, so we'll see. Yeah, uh, we we definitely will see. So I'm sure every, I mean, every, right now winter meetings are happening. So we're gonna get more. More pieces fall. I mean, pretty, just, a lot just, of the big fish have fallen. What it's going to show me is that we're just not going to see Red Sox consistently playing for the title. I think it's going to go. It's going to head into that direction where it's mostly going to be Yankees. For yeah, they're going to they're, they're be taking the AL East, and it'll be a, a battle for the one and two wild card spot between the Rays, the Red Sox from the AL East, and then like. If the A's can pull their head out of their asses here, start signing some guys. Uh, Texas is starting to get some guys, which is kind of scary. They're starting to build, so it's gonna be a it, it's gonna be a lot of wild card race. Look, man, the A's had their opportunity before the Astros built up. Yeah. The Rangers were on a downhill. The Astros weren't good yet. Yeah. They were just it, starting to become good. The Angels have never been able to put their team together, and the Mariners were competing. Yeah. It was all around. That was the time for the A's to compete. Yeah. Now what's happening is the Astros. <clears throat> I feel that it's going to be like they're just going to they're going to start getting rid of these pieces. They've already got you know their scandal on them. They don't need anything else. They're going to try and get everybody out before it becomes a thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, I've already heard rumblings of Carlos Correa and Reddick getting traded away yeah. for, for small Get rid of the talent stuff. before anything that comes down on the clubhouse taints yep. that talent. Yep. So, you know. Um, 
And then the Rangers making moves to become a better ball club. The Angels are still going to be incompetent. I'm sorry. They just, yeah, no, they're just not making the right move. You've got they're... you've got so much money tied up in Mike Trout. Mike Trout. No, they can't do sign, anything. You got to sign back. Uh, what or you? They just gave what's his name that that contract. Um, who's the goddamn Shohei? Yeah, Shohei Otani. And I'm sure he'll, I'm sure once his because uh, I think he, they gave him a two year to come over from Japan to sign with L. A. And once that contract's up, he's going to want a bigger contract because of this superstar name. And knowing the Angels, they'll try to sign him. But apparently, they're in the running for Anthony Rendon, who is the, a, a lot of teams. That's Texas. The Rangers are one of those teams who are in the running for Rendon. Um, obviously, Washington would love to have him back. But who knows, after signing Strasburg to this big contract, we'll just have... Uh, like I said, there's gonna be there's still some more key, key pieces to fall. Him, Bumgarner still hasn't signed anywhere, and they were saying Bumgarner's looking to get paid like Strasburg and uh, dude, just not Jared that worth Cole. that money anymore. I'm sorry, no. he's you, not gonna get it from anybody. Your stock has gone down, pal. Yeah, he no. hasn't done anything to further his stock i mean no he's been you're right he's been getting injured lately he mm-hmm. hasn't been winning big games they're not in big games a giant that that was the i mean that was his his thing was he's a big game winner and when the giants were in big games he won them but yeah. they haven't been in them so well we'll see what happens because yeah. apparently the front runner for them is the dodge for him is the dodgers and we'll see because we know the dodgers are always in big big games so if they do end up signing him and he ends up being that big game winner for the Dodgers. Then, I mean, if they got, can get him at a low price, they've got young guys over there like that freaking Ryu. He should like we said, like well, we yeah, said, him, he should have been Walker Bueller. Yeah, the, those guys should have been doing what they tried to do with Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw in the playoffs. I think they're starting. like they just keep trying to push Clayton Kershaw into this into this mold, and he's just not it. So. I think I think it's time for them to realize that he's not going to be it, and I think this might be the year that they Hall of Fame pitcher. Nobody's oh, not yeah. nobody Great never pitcher. denied that he's a, not a Hall of Fame pitcher, but he just can't get, yeah. get it done in the playoffs. But if it were based on playoff numbers, he wouldn't be in the league. No, <laughs> he just it's just yeah, he would be maybe like a four guy in yeah. rotation, but yeah. he's garbage. So. Is that all? So that's that's it for, for, for baseball, baseball for right now. For right now. All right. And then, so let's get into NFL. Man, this week was something, wasn't it, bud? Wait, before we get on, I just got an update. Michael Walker, former pitcher for the... For the Cardinals? For the Cardinals, signs with the Mets. Oh. One year... One year... Or wait... Yeah, three one year, three million. Look at that! We're we're breaking yeah. we're breaking news on the podcast. On the now. podcast, sources tell Michael Walker has just been traded to the Mets. Not traded, he signs. signs. Signs with the Mets. Signs with the Mets. Yes, I like that rotation a one, lot. One year, three mil. Oh, especially yeah, especially with uh, Degrom still over there, he's still healthy. Yeah, and um, Cindergard too. Yeah, uh, these are two powerful. Powerful guys and Michael Walker, he has always been a consistent get you get you fifteen wins a season. I like I like where I like that. So all right, they're looking good. Cool. Let's go into the NFL now. All righty. Week four, <coughs> week fourteen, rundown of the NFL. Okay, you ready to rock? I'm ready to rock. Thursday night football in Chicago. The Bears defeat the Cowboys thirty-one to twenty-four. 
Cowboys yeah. just can't beat good. Well, it's been proven now. This, this game teams that have this 500 is, or or more as this record. is what the Bears look like last year, and I'd love to see it. Like I I don't I don't hate that the I don't like I don't like that the Bears have been bad. No, I like the Bears as a team. Yeah, I thought I thought Mitch Trubisky would be better, and I thought this the offense would roll better. But this is what we had last year. So whatever they needed, whatever they're doing. With you know letting Mitch Trubisky run and and working off the you know working off the run better yeah. and and going in between more Tariq Cohen getting him back in the game more I think this is great for the Bears and the Cowboys just ugh, it's gonna be embarrassing whoever gets into the playoff in that spot uh, yeah that NFC East just uh, I don't like it I don't um, like it at all Sunday morning in Atlanta the Falcons defeat the Panthers forty to twenty. There's no shock there. I mean, they fired Riverboat wrong. I thought this would be a bounce-back game for the Panthers because they haven't been bad all year. And I thought the Falcons would come a little bit down to earth more. Uh, Their offense got rolling pretty hot. Yeah, the Panthers' defense was bad. Atlanta's offense got rolling. I think that's been the problem. We've been trying to figure out what the problem with the Panthers have been all year. It's the defense. Yeah, yeah. Defense can't stop anybody, which is forcing their offense to be out on the field get worn out too quickly yeah christian mccaffrey like they're just they're just keen in on him yeah they're keen on in on him and he can't he, like they're they're just trying to get him in space and like we're just gonna contain you let you run it up the gut yeah and try, go ahead if you want to try and get you know you know three and a three and a quarter or three and a third yard and get a first down every time go ahead you're gonna eat 15 minutes of the clock yeah and then we're gonna go score on your defense you're gonna have to do it again yeah basically uh, that's how i feel and like that's that. why that's why if you look at a panthers game they're scoring 20 points pretty much every game. Yeah, they're scoring, they're scoring quite a bit. They they're, just can't outscore the other team. Yeah, the other team is yeah. just outscoring them big time. It's yeah. the same problem with the Buccaneers. Yep. And then the Buccaneers, which actually outscored the Colts this week, uh, 38-35, last-minute um, drive for Jameis Winston. I just hate I hate you being right so much. I know. I mean, he's freaking... Jameis Winston. I didn't realize how many... Ca- like. I, I was reading it on the NFL. He's, I think he's like two touchdowns behind Lamar Jackson, who is the leader in touchdowns. Yeah. And he's only like 20 yards behind Dak Prescott, who's the, the leader, leader in, in yards. passing yards. Yes. Like, Jameis Winston is having a career year, and they're what, like four and what what week is this? Week 14. So, what are they, like five and eight right now? Uh, Six and seven, sir. Six and seven? Yep. Yeah. I mean, this is. Six and seven. <laughs> the numbers. I he's... feel like they're going to finish eight and eight. Well, that's just, I mean, that's just Tampa Bay. That's how they always finish. Yeah, they're going to finish 8-8. Eight and eight. And uh, the Colts, this is just, I I don't, without without T.Y. T. Hilton, Hilton, their offense just cannot get right. I mean, and Marlon Mack, looking... Marlon Mack was back, but in limited uh, I think fashion. That's, I but think also, that's they're the playing key. they're playing Tampa Bay. The, when you play Tampa Bay, you need your wide receivers healthy because Tampa Bay is going to fucking score and they're yeah. going to score quick and they're going to keep putting it on you. Oh, you definitely. have to keep pace with them. Yeah, you know. And they miss they miss Eric Ebron because Ebron's been out and yeah. they're. I mean, T. Y. Hilton and Eric Ebron are their big guy, big guys who who big play potential, big scores, and they just miss them big time. I mean, their backups, Zach Pascal has been doing good. Paris Campbell went out early, so they you know. They're relying heavily on Zach Pascal, who's just not a number. Pascal and and Jack Doyle 
And Jack Doyle's more of a blocking tight end than he sh- than a receiving. Every tight end. time you say that, he comes up. So he comes up big. So next week, get Jack Doyle on our team because he just said he's a blocking well, every, tight end. You know, every time we say he's a blocking tight end, he'll go for two touchdowns. You know, it, it it's it's the curse of me. It's ha- it's happened with me constantly all year long. Yeah. Um. Then we go to the Meadowlands, where the Jets and Dolphins go into a field goal could be can you even call this a can you call this a football game this was a football game this was a field goal game this was a football game this was just constant what i think it's like the complete opposite of a high school football <laughs> game yes they don't kick any field yeah goals. it's just this was all field this goals. was all field goals yeah this was a wild game uh, uh you get Devonte parker going out early with um a concussion and i mean he's dull he's he's miami's guy basically He's the only reason why you watch a Dolphins game is Devontae Parker and Fitzmagic. Yep. And the kicker now. I'm watching for the yeah. kicker now. Now you're watching for the kicker. Everybody going to go get lightning in a bottle and pick up the kicker this week. Stupid. Everybody. It's, it's completely Um In New Orleans, the 49ers go on the road, which they actually didn't even go home this past week, and defeat the Saints 48-46 to in the game of the week. This was the game of the week. Can you even even say they're on the road? Did you see the amount of red and gold that was out in those... In that stadium, there's always a little. There's there's gold the, everywhere because it's the same. Well, yeah. Well, there was there was obviously. there's always quite a bit of Niner fans because it's a destination place. It's still mostly they don't show. They're not going to show you. Well, just no, they're the not people gonna, there but, but at the same, like they do, for every game that I'm that's not going to go that far to be like, oh, was this even a home game? There was a lot of Saints there's fans. There's a lot there. of Saints, but there it's was, not like when the Raiders play the Chargers. No, 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 no. That's no, saying well, anybody playing the Chargers. The, the the Chargers have no fan base in in L A. Yeah, whatever. but there it it happens a lot in New Orleans because like you said it's a destination stadium. Yeah, you get the people who go. But there. it just seemed like a little extra more. I didn't feel that way. I don't know. They, they I didn't feel that they way. had a good environment going for. They were all watching the fucking the Tigers win the uh. The see, what was it? Would they win? The Tigers won the championship. They won not the national. They title. won some stupid ball. It was that a, it was the SEC or what? What's the division are they in? I don't SEC, know. SEC, I think. Yeah, SEC conference final. They won. I don't, know. don't ask yeah. us about college football. I know. What are you talking one. about? You're the one who likes to act I know like they're you the know. number one. Seed. But anyway, so anybody who had questions if Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> could lead the team to victory, this was the game showed you. And what was the one thing that I picked up from this game was Niners. I don't think they had any turnovers. Yeah, no, and and I was never against you on that. I think you're absolutely spot on. Yeah. When Jimmy G can uh, can not turn the yeah, ball over. Yeah, he went three forty nine yards and four TDs. It's great. And especially against the Saints defense, who has proven this year to be pretty stingy to quarterbacks. Yeah, they. Uh, I think they just came out and said, "All right, I'm gonna show you my dick. You show me your dick. We'll see who's longer." And yeah. Teddy Bridgewater was not playing. So yeah, well, yeah. If Teddy Bridgewater played, that score is fucking. 48 to 120 because yep. Teddy Bridgewater's dick is longer than everybody's. Way longer than everybody's. All right. Um, on to Minnesota inside the dome. The Vikings hold off the Lions pretty easily. Yeah. 20 to 7. I mean, the, the score looks close. This the, game was what not was close. The guy, what's the quarterback's name? Fucking David Blow. David, David Blow. Blau or whatever. Blow. Blow. Yeah. Fucking blows dick, basically. Yeah, it like, was, he's not good. No. Uh, uh, he definitely had everybody fooled after doing what he did to the Bears on Thanksgiving because he could not catch like lightning in a bottle twice. Yeah. Yeah. And the Vikings are just... 
Just a good football team. Yeah, they looked. I mean, that's that's pretty much what you expect anybody to do yeah. against Detroit and their third string. Now quarterback. their quarterback is like I I feel like looking at him, just like you know what, man. Thinking about it, talking about Kershaw earlier. Kirk Cousins just the Clayton Kershaw for the NFL. Yeah, he is pretty much. He can make, he can look like the best. He looks the good best quarter, the He can look season. like the best quarterback at times, and he's always pretty good and steady for you. Yeah, but, but in prime you, time, you get him in like prime time or the playoffs. No, he will nobody, not get the job nobody. done. Nobody, he will not get that. Job okay, done. to Houston, Denver Broncos on the road beat up the Texans 38-24. This, this is another game where the score looks close, but it was not a close game. Yeah, this did Houston's offense could not get rolling till late. Broncos did a good job with and their defense and um, what's his name, the quarterback Drew Locke. looked fantastic. I mean, Houston's defense, which was able. This to is a problem. Stop. This is even more a problem for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Denver looks like they have a competent quarterback. And then, I mean, because that was the only thing really stopping Denver. They had to bring in Peyton Manning just to get somebody competent there to win when they did. That's always yeah, that's always been a Bronco problem. Yeah. If, if unless you have fucking what's what's his name? God damn it, blanking on the owner's name. John Elway. John Elway back there. You're not really doing much for uh, yeah. Elway and Peyton Manning have been. And the this only is good... a and this is a typical fucking Texans loss. Like I they just, just can't crest. They're right there where they where where they just need to t- crest. Chris, Crest, and get over that hump of yeah. being a fucking good team, a very good team in the NFL. Well, you just look at what they did to to New England the week before. Uh, in prime time, they stopped that, that offense and were able to, to look good, and then you get a rookie quarterback like Drew Locke, and you let him put up 30 points in the first I half I don't know if you. it's just like lack of game planning when it comes to the Texans going into games like this, yeah. that, that, that it's like, well... Against a good team, we're not gonna, we know they're going to put up a good fight, but yeah. against a bad team, it seems like they're freaking, who knows what's going to happen. And for a team that doesn't have Bradley Chubb, lost Bradley Chubb to an ACL I don't early, even know who that is. That's, that's one, of their defensive, one of their good defensive linemen. For the Texans? Or? No, no, for, for Denver. Okay. For Denver. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. They don't have Bradley yeah. Chubb, and they don't have Vaughn. Vaughn Miller didn't play this last game with a sore back, I believe. Yeah. And for them to, to be able to get to Deshaun Watson like that, Something that needs to be done about that offensive line. Well, if they I mean, plan on doing anything. We've been talking about it, so I mean, that's, I think, th- that's but pretty... I think, it, I think, if there was any game for for Houston to wake up and realize it, it was this right here that they got they they let their quarterback get hit that many times by basically scrubs yeah. of a defensive line. Hit me, baby, one more time. That's <sighs> what that's what uh, they're saying over there in in Houston. That's right. All right. Um... The Ravens in Buffalo overcome the Bills 24-17. This game was close the entire time. This, this was a great game. This was a football. This I love this game if, right if it, if it wasn't for, you know, the Niners and Saints game, this would be my game second favorite game of the week. Yeah, honestly. Honestly. Like, until the end there, and I think it was just Bills, the Buffalo Bills uh, defense getting tired. Yeah. Was... Well, their offense couldn't get rolling. Yeah. Baltimore's defense. Well, well this uh, you was know a, what? Let's, let's hear you Bal- because you're the one who started the quarterback well, and I was, the defense I was gonna against wait the quarterback. I was going to wait until fantasy or fantasy talk about this, but Baltimore, you don't like to say that Baltimore's defense is very good. No. No, you don't. 
But you cannot refute the fact that their corners and their safety. I their show de- respect, dude. Their, their defensive backs. I'm showing I'm show my respects. Show, show, I come sh- give my respects. Shows their respect. Godfather shit, dude. Okay, that's fine yeah. then. Because their safeties and their corners have played outstanding. Marcus Peters really amped up that that part of the game for that. I, th- I think that was the spark that they needed. Yep. Their defensive line can and, and agree. Their, line, their defensive line and linebackers are not the best in the league. Can agree. Because look at what De- I mean. Devin Singletary tore them up basically. Their their run game was strong this past game for for Buffalo, but uh, Josh Allen came out and I think he completed like fifteen passes maybe. If he well, he's that. also there was a lot of. Overthrown. Josh Allen needs to tone down his. He doesn't know his. He doesn't know his own fight, dude, dude. Don't get Josh Allen angry. You won't like him when he's angry. He could fucking air that son of a bitch. Yeah, out. he's he's like just like five percent overthrowing everybody. He's not like outrage. He's not Jamarcus Russelling everybody. No, but he's just a little bit over. Just to, like no. I feel like he just needs to jerk off. Right before the game, just to get that little bit right extra before, out. Right before every drive. Uh, well, they, no, right that's before too much. every drive. No, you know that's gonna be t- way too much. Yeah, because it'll turn out to be like Derek Carr and just be throwing dump passes to running backs all day long. <laughs> um, the Battle of Ohio results in a Cleveland Browns victory as the Bengals lose. I think we all saw but this one coming. They lost, but they looked decent. No, they did not. This was this was this was f- dumb Freddy Kitchens making bad Bengals look good. Yes, you. I don't know how many times every week <sighs> we say the same thing, and you come in. The Bengals come in to your home t- to your home stadium. Yes, the stats say right there on the wall. You can look. The the Bengals are the worst team against the rush. Yes. The worst team. Absolutely. And Freddie Kitchen goes, they're the worst team against the they're, rush. They are that right. means they know I'm going to run it, so I'm not going to so run, run it. So I'm not going to run it. You are an idiot, dude. Yeah. That is, could, like, I used to think Freddie Kitchen's football guy. No, this no. is this is not football guy. This is this is. This someone is football, trying, football guy. Someone trying to act like he's a football guy. Yes. This was dumb. Don't overthink it, dude. Do not overthink. Especially when you have the the, the superstar best power. rushing in, attack in the league. You get Kareem Hunt back, and you have Nick Chubb, who's leading the leagues in rush yards. Yeah. And you don't run the ball the whole first half. Oh you know, man, it, it's just. And next week, next week we're gonna come back. We're gonna do the same conversation again. Oh, absolutely, because they're playing another shitty uh, running team. I know. I, I can't tell we're you. We're gonna do the same conversation it's gonna again. Be the same I feel thing. like we're gonna do the same thing over and over again. But I, I still think the bang. I mean, Joe Mixon ran. F- he had like a hundred and forty all-purpose yard or you know, scrimmage yards. Ran, ran for at least a hundred and fifty. Bengals of them. look competent enough in this game to beat the Dolphins or the Redskins. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. That's, they're that's, not gonna be. They're not gonna beat anybody, but they look that they look they competent look enough to do that. Yes. All right. Green Bay. Speaking of Redskins, the Green Bay Packers beat the Redskins twenty to fifteen. Why was this game so close? Because uh, Aaron Rodgers gave up after scoring. Pretty much, he 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 put up two touchdown. They got a two touchdown lead, uh, and they said. Okay, why are we going to try it's the Redskins? Just coast. Just coast. Good. And, and Washington... Kick, push. Yeah. Kick, push. Yeah, now and wa- Washington just exactly got... exactly what Aaron Washington Rodgers got lucky with a fiasco. couple... 
got got lucky with a couple big plays, and that was pretty no, much note it. yourself. Put that down for end song. Hopefully we Lupe, still. Lupe hopefully Fiasco. we have that on the iTunes. Probably not, unless, <laughs> unless it was uh, Superstar. Then we definitely don't. It's Ugh. the only Lupe Fiasco song we listen to in this household. I love fucking Kick Bush, dude. I used to listen. I used to ride my skateboard and listen to that song. Would you kick and push with the with the song, with dude? The song. Are you stupid? You so have you to. hit a crack and fall out. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So that was kind of eh. Yeah, game. shitty game. A uh, lot of shitty games. The San Diego Chargers destroy the Jaguars 45-10. to 10. Jaguars were at home. This was... Uh, Philip Rivers' get-right game. I don't know. This is... He had a this is what, rating. This is what I thought the Chargers would look like All at the year? beginning of the year. Yeah. The Jaguars' defense also looks like they're done. Well, yeah, but the, I didn't expect much out of the Jaguars' defense. They haven't really done anything for me all year. It's, beginning of the year, they look strong. Yeah, uh, I think it was the whole Jalen Ramsey. For sure, it's it's whatever goes on with the court with their quarterback just directly impacts him, and they're just like, uh, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah, they don't give a shit. They know yeah. they're not doing anything. They're having they're having offensive troubles, and the defense is just kind of like, well, fuck this shit. Why are we gonna give a hundred percent? Yeah. Um, but the Chargers looked fucking good. Philip Rivers. This was this was the Chargers team I thought was gonna be here all year. Yeah, basically, and. Uh, Austin Eckler, who ended up fucking having a monster game for him. One big play really was kind of what did it. But, but he still had, I mean, he had they, that they, one. They, he had I, the one. I told you, I told you, Eckler is still an a yeah. option yeah. in in fantasy team. He had he had that one ninety one yard passing play, but I think he rushed for like ninety. He rushed well. Yeah, he rushed for like ninety seven yards. Yeah, him as well. and Melvin Gordon share the time very well. Yeah. Um. Okay, in Arizona, Steelers defeat the Cardinals 23-17. Cardinals, Kyler Murray looks like I thought Kyler Murray was going to look. Yeah, I don't uh, I was always against him being a number 1 draft pick to yes. begin with. Yeah. And he's just getting hit way too much. I mean, the Steelers do have a good secondary, so it's hard to pass against them. What what was Sorry, I don't really care about the normal talk of this game because yeah. it's going to, like, yeah, the Steelers yeah. playing a good team is going to lose du- the and the Cardinals is, are bad. Yeah, Duck Hodges is 4-0 now. What That's it. was, what the fuck is up with the Steelers and that, like, fake punt thing that happened when they were I up? I don't know. Oh, that was so confusing, dude. Uh, I think they were riding the high of, oh, Miami's been doing pretty good. Miami did pretty good with a fake last week. Um... What's it, the dude from the cart or the dude from Atlanta has been getting onside kicks? Why don't we try to do you're our own special two, teams? Up, they're up two scores. They don't give a fuck, dude. I, it's Mike I, Tomlin. That was dumb. I don't it's, know. It's dumb. Mike Tomlin. It makes sense to Mike Tomlin. No, I don't think it did. I think it was just a mistake. I think it wasn't supposed to happen. I think the punter panicked on something. Oh, maybe he saw something that panicked. Yeah. Um. Titans go into Oakland. And beat the shit out of the Raiders, man. Tennessee has looked very good. Tennessee looks very good. Ryan Tannehill looks very good. The Raiders look good. Like, again, like we said, the Raiders look good for half the fucking game. Yeah. They don't, they can't, you know. It's like they go into the the tunnel or the the locker room at half and they go, great guys, keep doing what we're doing. And everybody they're playing is going... We have to do. We have to stop what they're doing. Of course, we did have no Josh Jacobs, so. But yeah, that's always tough. This is this is where the the Raiders are. Like it's our second. It. it, I mean, it's tough not having Josh Jacobs, but the offense really isn't. It was the problem a couple weeks ago because we couldn't score, but that also falls on the defense. 
the defense can't stay on the field. We're not yeah. stopping anybody. No. I bad. mean, we, we, we're getting burnt by Ryan Tannehill and the, and the Titans. Yeah. Who, uh, I mean, we can't get to the quarterback because that offensive line is very strong. So he's got all day back there, and those wide receivers are talented enough to get open against our secondary. Yeah, I mean, and Derek Carr goes from, I mean, I, every week I have to have the conversation with people, you know. There's, there's people who love Derek Carr, and there's people who hate Derek Carr. There's nobody in the middle. No. He's and medi- sorry, but love Derek Carr people, he's not the fucking guy. No. People no. are trying to make him out to be the fucking guy. He's not the fucking guy. Every time he shows up and has a good game, they're like, oh, he's yeah, so where's, great. Where's, all, where's, where's all, all the, the haters Derek Carr at? haters? I'm still here talking because I'm picking, nitpicking his shit, dude. Yeah. Even Ryan Fitzpatrick has good games. Even a blind squirrel can find a nut sometimes. Fuck, man. It's so ridiculous. So, yeah, this is bad. I mean, chalk it up as a loss. Raiders just lose out trying yeah. to get better draft get, picks. Get better draft picks. That's, you know, that's... We Go need a for a quarterback. We need a quarterback. Somebody who's stop. Somebody who's confident out there. Because yeah. Derek Carr is not confident. I mean, he threw the ball away on fourth and goal. Yeah, and then he's yelling. He at threw the ball receiver. away on fourth yeah. and goal, and he could have just. It, it, hey, you're 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 and you're down. You're down three touchdowns. Go run the fucking ball in. Run the ball in, or yeah. be aggressive. And if you throw a pick, so what? We're down, down three touchdowns. Who cares? You know. Whatever, dude. This is not the time to be a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, all right. Uh, Patriots lose at home to the Chiefs, 16-23. to Final score. I saw this is just the Patriots can't get their offense rolling. Yeah. Chiefs are good. Their defense is getting better and better by that's, the week. That's and the they're one growing thing. in time for the playoffs. That's the one is. thing I, I wanted to bring up and talk about was that Chiefs defense. For, for a team that at the beginning of the year we always talked about, their offense is always going to be high-powered. They're always going to be able to outscore people. But how is their defense going to hold up? And it's showing that they're holding up just fine. Their defense is going to be able to keep them, keep opponents away and let their offense just move without, you know, without a fear, without a rush of having to get down the field and must score right now. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. And on Sunday, Sunday night, night, upset alert in LA at the Coliseum, the Rams <clears throat> upset the Seahawks twenty-eight to twelve. Rams defense looking better. Rams defense is looking like they should have looked all season. So I yeah. don't know what the hell this is. Their offense, the Sean McVay stuff is working, but yeah. also they were playing. Let's not get ahead. They're playing a bad Seahawks defense. The Seahawks defense has been bad all year. The only thing that's been kipping in games is their offense, and it wasn't there. It got shut down. Yeah, when when their <clears throat> offense can't get moving, Seattle just is not a good enough team to keep up with anybody, really. Yep. Their offense is just not high-powered. Yep. So, um, Monday Night Football, Eagles versus Giants in Philadelphia. The whole Eli clan, the whole Manning clan showed up to watch Eli's final start, I guess they're saying. That's what uh, that's what a lot of people are saying. A lot of at people le- are saying least, they're going to go back least, to Daniel Jones. At least final start for Eli in New York. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. He looked pretty good in the first half, and then he looked like Eli Manning in the second half. Yeah. And they let the bad Eagles team beat him. Uh, yeah. That, and that's uh, all I have uh, to say about that. The only thing is Alshon Jeffrey goes out early. And that's pretty much... Oh, and the end of the game. The end of the game was... 
just Slop. absolutely ridiculous. Tie football game, and write in if you guys understand this, because I don't get it, right? So we go in, it's the last drive, it's tie ball game, Eagles have it, yep. right? They take it from the 25 because of a touchback, yep. uh, right, on a kick, yeah, or whatever, because of punt, it was it was because the punt, I think the punt went into the end zone, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Giants have three touchdowns, or three timeouts, Eagles have two. Throughout this first one, they basically go four and out, but the Eagles have to use one of their timeouts because of an injury. injury. Yeah, injury occurring within two minutes. Yeah, yes, I understand all that. What I don't understand is it's fourth down, and the Eagles are going to let the clock run out? A little bit, though. They only let the, it run out a little bit. No, the Eagles did yeah, not. Yeah, they were, they, they yeah, were going right, to let no, the clock the run Eagles out. The Eagles were just going to let it run. And I'm thinking to myself, why, why are you going to give the ball to the Giants with... You know, um, there was only I think there I think there was like a minute one left when the clock first started going. I don't know. And they were just gonna let it run and then kick the punt and then you got twenty seconds from their something, twenty or whatever. Something like that. So, but then the Giants wait till the clock runs almost halfway to all the way down and then calls their timeout. Yeah, and so call the timeout right when the Eagles don't call theirs. Because they're not trying to get a first down, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna yeah. let the clock run out, and then you have more time to make something work and try and win the game before you go into overtime. Yeah, it was, right? it was very, it was a weird, weird ending. Did that make sense? How I explained it? it, it well, it didn't make sense. Well, it doesn't in make sense. I'm just trying to explain it. So well, somebody you can explain, explain to me why why explain, I'm the idiot first. I'm the idiot for thinking. I thought the the Eagles should at least gave it a shot. Maybe call a timeout, get a design play for a first down. Just give it a shot. Why not? Yeah, I don't. I I think the I think the only reason the Eagles did that is because they had it in their minds that they knew they could beat them in overtime. I guess it worked out for them. It but, worked out. But for I them. guess now seeing the final resort, I'm confused by the Giants not calling a timeout immediately, and I do and, yeah, and showing that you get the ball back. The only thing- and then they called to okay. This is also what could be. Yeah. They called timeout to make them punt it. And then they kneeled the ball and took it into the overtime. Yeah, why even call that time? Why out? even you like? Just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I it don't was know. very confusing. It was a very confusing end for sure. Very confusing. All right. So with all that said and done, how did we do? It was a shitty week for us this past week. Uh, I I didn't win a single or yeah no I didn't win a single fucking game. You only won one game. Cool. So one game up, bud. Well cool. the. You're now twenty four and twenty four, and I'm twenty five and twenty three, so I'm one game up. Bitch. No, 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 I'm one game up closer to you. Oh yeah, yeah, That's what because I won one. Yes, cool. So let's do the picks for next this next for next week. week. Sucks, man. Baltimore Ravens hosting the Jets. <laughs> I don't even. I don't obvious. even think you need. Yeah, this is, we're both gonna obvious. pick the Ravens on this Travis one. Travis is taking the New York Jets. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> Come um, on, man! You've been so high on the Jets all year. The Bill, the Steelers hosting the Bills. This is gonna be the tough one. I've been a big Bills guy all year. Do they have? Do the Bills have a game to lose? I mean, they pretty much have that first wild card spot. Locked. Yes. Unless they lose this week, then then it starts to be a little iffy. 
Because they're I think right now the Bills are nine and seven or some or nine and nine and four. Nine and four. Nine and seven. So I'm, I'm fucking out of it. And Pittsburgh is what seven and six right now. Eight and five. Eight and five. So with with a loss this week, that puts Pittsburgh in that uh, five spot for wild card, and they're, it drops. They're in the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think Buffalo has to win this game. And yeah. with the way New England's playing lately, there's a real chance that they could take the division. If if New England can't figure it out. Yeah, okay. I, th- I think the Bills will win. Okay. Yeah, I think the Bills win. I think we're all going to be consensus through all of these. But it just sucks because... Because the, the Monday night game is... Because you're going to pick the Bills, right? Yeah, I, took, I already took the Bills. And, yeah, so Monday night's the Saints hosting the Colts. So yeah, I don't think we're going to... Yeah, the gonna fucking go Colts the are going to win. Yeah, it's just going to come down to our wild card pick. The only thing that, that keeps me with, with the Steelers is Duck Hodges is undefeated right now. I just can't believe that. They also, I don't think they've been really <clears throat> playing good teams, beating good teams. So, mm, let's see what we got here. Yeah, Patriots, Bengals, Buccaneers, Lions, Texans, Titans, Broncos, Chiefs. I don't know, man. There's a lot of shit games this week. Dolphins, New York, Eagles, yeah. Washington. Yeah. This yeah. could go all types of ways, man. Yeah. Um. You know what? I think the Redskins get the win at home against the Eagles. Travis thinks the Redskins. I think the Redskins get the. Get the that's a little risky, but I think the Redskins get the win at home against the Eagles. Um, I feel like the the Redskins feel like they're right there, which yeah. I mean, basically they still are kind of in because that because that division is crap. But um, I feel like that's gonna push them to get a victory. Did they beat the Eagles earlier in the year? No. Okay. No, no, good. No, no, no. Yeah. I'll take the Redskins then. I'm either looking at Dallas to beat the Rams at home, just because. I mean, Dallas has to get on track, right? They, Good. They have to get on track. Yeah, I. I or, mean, or there's one Chargers. No, I wasn't thinking Chargers. I was thinking big upset. Denver really rides as high as Drew Locke, and they beat the Chiefs at home. I was thinking that one too, possibly. I think I'm gonna. Ride I just with, think it's I think because I just think the, it's because the Chiefs at home. Eh, I don't know. But. I think I'm just gonna ride that. I think I think Denver's great. So next week we'll be tied. Cool, man. That's what you think. That's what you think. That's what you think. That is what you think. Okay, I change it. I want Washington to be. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, You Tyler. Asshole. Okay, you ready to do some fantasy football? I love fantasy football right now, so yes. Very, very happy to do so. All right, let me pull these questions up again. Like we do every week. So how'd you do? Before we get into that, let's just talk a little bit about our own fantasy teams. How'd you do in, in week 13 of fantasy football last week? He can't even remember. One, I think. No. Well, well, no, we'll lose. just talk about the important ones. So you're in play, are you in playoffs for one of them? Or, or what what's your playoff situation looking like? Oh, I lost. We're go we went this week is the first week of the playoffs. For the I lost for last the Sons week. of Fanarchy? Yeah, I lost last week, but in the Harry Torres League? 
That one I didn't make it. I thought you That's were in the Anthony play- Torres' league. Anthony Torres' league. I thought you were in playoffs for that one. No. So your only playoff is I was Sons I of was Fanarchy? I was uh I'm in the playoffs for um the the other league I'm in with Johnny Guzman. It's his brother-in-law's league. Yeah. But, uh, no, I was in contention of being almost, I mean, all my fantasy leagues except for the one, the other uh, Old Dominion league that I was in. Yeah. That I was, like, second to last place. But then that last week, not last week, but the week before, because mostly everybody started their playoffs last week, except for Sons of Anarchy, was kind of... Um, I got screwed, so nobody yeah. scored. So I got bumped out. I got bumped out by a lot. You know, that's that's tough. That's tough. I looked pretty good in, in first round of playoffs for me. I took down Cheese, who had a pretty good record going into playoffs. Shout out curveballs and chair shots, Cheese balls and chair shots, and Dominic. Yeah. And I forget Dominic. he's there too. Sometimes. Do you listen to it? I try to. Do you listen to Dominic talk about his fantasy football team? No, I did. I... He's got no idea. He should write in questions to us. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, Guma texted me asking about some, uh, asking what a word meant from the last episode of Curveballs and Chair Shots. Yeah, I didn't know that was a word. I I didn't listen. So yeah, they named it the podcast. It was you... the, the podcast was named about it. It's like I don't know. It's it's basically the, the second. Was... It's this. It, it basically means the second to last in a sequence. Yeah, I didn't so... know that was a thing. I thought it was you just put semi in front of it, and that means it's the second to last. But right. apparently, there's another word. So whatever. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Those are big words. All big right. Words. Yeah. Have you ever? Yeah. He he needs help with his fantasy team. <laughs> Dominic Hobson, right in. Come on, buddy. We'll help you out. All right. So first question here from Johnny Roca. Right. Who to start? Question. All right. For a Seattle league, Patrick Mahomes hosting Denver or Ryan Tannehill hosting the Texans. So I picked up Tannehill. I don't think you go wrong. I don't think you go wrong in this situation. It's it's just like last week. It, he asked us about uh, Fitzmagic or Patrick Mahomes. You start either, you're going to get a good amount of points. Yeah, especially with Tannehill playing at home against the Texans. Yeah. Um, Denver's defense is kind of sketchy with me. But it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes. How did he look against? He looked good against the the Patriots. Yeah, let me let me pull up his numbers from last week. Yeah, he got third in our league. He, he had two hundred eighty three yards passing and a touchdown. Yeah, he completed twenty six passes. So he looked. And the good. Broncos are very good at stopping the run, I believe. Right. Well, no, it, you would think they were good at stopping the run, but really they've been pretty good. They've been the good pass. against the pass. They've been okay. good against the pass, but I think no but matter you can't, what, you I can't mean, stop everybody in Kansas City. They got too many people. It's it, everybody's healthy over there, right? Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins. Yeah, yeah, everybody's, everybody's healthy. Everybody's good. It, but it's the same thing of you fear you feared starting him against New England, and New England is like number one against the pass. And look at what he did. All right, check the weather. This is. I think this is going to have to go to a weather. Good weather test, Johnny Roca. If it's snowing, if it's snowing in Kansas City, just go with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. If not, you know, just whatever yeah. you feel in your that, gut. That is I, the think, only, I feel like you might have to do a gut test on this one. That's I. I think the only reason you don't start Mahomes is like you said, snow, bad weather. Yeah, bad weather. Bad weather. That's it. Okay. Other than that, I w- I would run Mahomes. All right. Question numero dos. 
from Larry. And Johnny Roca fucking did the whole pronounced Larry, like, dairy thing. I think he's fucking with me. Yeah, I think he is, too. Is this is this Larry David? How, how did it feel to be back on Curb Your Enthusiasm? I don't know. He's from Derby, Kansas. Is Larry David from Derby, Kansas? I don't know. I don't think so. I didn't even think that was a real place. Kansas. Kansas, I Who mean. should I start between Austin Eckler and Kareem Hunt? Or should I start both? If I wouldn't start I both. start them both, then who should I sit? Cooper Cup or Hunter Henry? Decisions, decisions. My ride looks like precision collision. Isn't that the words? Yes. Yes. I think so. Dr. Dre. Um, I wouldn't be starting both. You don't think so? Who mm. you who you go with? I lean Eckler the way he's been getting. Well, uh, well, I just... I. I Cooper Cup scares me because Cooper Cup always has that ability to be a monster. Yes. So that's why I fear if if Cooper Cup were to keep playing, because lately he hasn't done shit. Lately they've been feeding Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks in the tight ends. Cooper Cup hasn't gotten much. Yeah. So that's tough. I because I think Hunter Henry for sure. I'm not, if it's out of those four, Hunter Henry is for sure. Off to the side for me. Yeah, I don't think he has enough upside. He to, does. I don't think he has enough upside getting, yeah. to start over these guys. Yeah. Um. I think. I think. I honestly think Austin Eckler and Kareem Hunt can both start. They're both. They uh, could sustain. They could sustain starting. Yeah. They definitely have that ability. And who did we say the Rams are playing? The Rams this week play. I have it right here. Do you have it? I don't have the it. The Cowboys. The Rams play the Cowboys, who are top five against the pass. Yeah, they've been having trouble stopping the run. They've been having stop- trouble stopping the run. Oh, Cleveland. Man. Cleveland plays at Arizona. At who's Arizona. Bad, who's bad who's against bad. the run. They're bad. They're just bad. Yeah. And then the other. Um, I say go Austin Eckler and Kareem Hunt and then sit Hunter Henry. That's my opinion. And uh, Hunter Henry and Cooper Cup. No, it just says cut Cooper Cup or Hunter Henry if he starts those two. If he starts, oh, oh, so you a, can start. Oh, you can start all three. Yes, I would be starting Austin Eckler, Kareem Hunt, and Cooper Cup. Fantastic, absolutely. Hunter we Henry are, can go suck a dick. We agree on that one. All right, Justin from Southeast Los Angeles. Thanks for the advice last time. Your wisdom helped me help my team get a W. Don't remember what you asked us, but okay. Whatever, dude. Thanks, fucking Justin. Or thank you, Justin, for sending in the questions. Fuck, man. We can help. We're here. Can't even help my own fantasy team. The owner of which quarterback would start looking for a decent backup? Wait, what? Hold on. (laughs) He doesn't know how to read. My question is, the owners of which quarterbacks should start looking for a decent backup with a chance... So he wants their to know, regular quarterback might sit out. Oh, he, okay. he basically wants to know okay. a list of quarterbacks that okay. we think should have basically shitty playoff matchups. Yeah, yeah, is what he's looking looking at. Oh, jeez. Um. So I have one of them. Josh Allen does not have a good road ahead of him. He's got a tough. He's got Pittsburgh this week. Schedule. He's got Pittsburgh this week, and then New England. Yeah. I mean, unless unless it's like. Sons of Fanarchy, where you guys is your guys' playoffs go into week seventeen. Yeah. Uh week seventeen they play the Jets, but that's I mean, Jets Jets is an easier matchup, but just Pittsburgh and New England these next two weeks is tough. Uh um, I could see 
Who else has some? The only other matchups? two guys I would I would say, and I wouldn't even say it's because tough matchups, is is Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. You would be cautious Just because to look for backup. You'd be looking for backups for those guys. Possibly. Well, the old, I could see Just Lamar because, Jackson because they're gonna be a shoe in. Okay. Oh, okay. I know what you mean. Depending on what the Steelers do, the Ravens, I think, are pretty much in. I I think if they win and they this could, week and, and they could take loses, and they, they could take their offensive plan that they've been you know running high powered yeah and go straight into a pound the ball. That they were doing Offense, last like year. Like they were doing last year. And they <sighs> can do that. Yeah. So that would be one that I would look for. And ball, and Lamar Jackson also is carrying a questionable... He's uh, going to play this week, but he's carrying a questionable you know, injury into this week. Yeah. I think it's a hamstring problem. So look at that too. There's a chance... That if something happens in yeah, his next game, it's week sixteen and seventeen, he's talking about. So yeah, I mean, guys like guys like you know guys that you would think of that like Tom Brady and stuff. You should have already had a backup plan for. I'm just trying to look because I don't know. In my opinion, you should always if you're if like I said if you're not named, um, Deshaun Watson. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. I think is your other Russell one. Russell Wilson. Say. You should have a you should have a decent backup. Yeah, uh, you know, or a streaming option available for that. Um, let's see who else is gonna be having some tough fantasy matchups. I don't know if anybody. You think anybody's got Garoppolo? Oh, people definitely are starting to uh, have him. Maybe Garoppolo would be a but guy. The the depending thing- it, that depends on what the Seahawks do. Yeah. Because the Niners still have to play and win to stay oh. away from the Seahawks, but they are debt with they're up a couple games now. Yeah. Or did they just take first? The first. They just took first place with uh, Seattle losing on yes. Sunday night. Seattle's going down. Niners are going up. If they get if they get enough separation by week seventeen where they clinch, the Niners clinch. Then I would say maybe look for a guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's about all I got. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of guys. I should have I should have looked at this question earlier and did some research on um, backup. But I feel like everybody's kind of like I said, besides Jackson, yeah, and and possibly Patrick Mahomes, yeah. everybody else should play through Week 17. Yeah, and and they should their matchup. Like, home field. Like, ad- I'm looking at home I'm field. Lo- ad- like the Saints haven't uh, clinched home field advantage. No, right? but and I'm looking at them. They're they've they've got. Tennessee next week, and who do they play? They play somebody this week that's kind of a tougher defense. Which right? team? The Saints. Who do they play this week? Saints have the Colts. The Colts, who have been stingy against the pad. Their, their secondary sometimes ha- has been shown. Not against Jameis Winston. Not, but well, James, but that, that's going to get to my point of, but Drew Brees is always going to throw the ball. He's gonna he's gonna have like fifty pass attempts. Yeah. So he's always gonna have that high upside to where yeah he's not really they looking they for t- a they tend to do an opposite. Like when you think of teams that have uh, uh, that are comfortable, they do the opposite. They don't turn to their running game that much. Yeah, their comfort level they, is they, the pass. Well, I mean, they do turn to they do turn to uh, Kamara, Latavius Murray. Latavius they don't Murray. turn to Alvin Kamara. They sit him. Yeah. So that'd be so. Yeah, I hope that I hope that answers the question. Um, that was, yeah, that was a difficult one. 
Oh, definitely. Those are the tough ones when it's not just like who should start, who should sit. Yeah, and like, I haven't you looked at look it. At, I haven't looked look at, at it and done my. Yeah, yeah, I haven't looked at it and did my enough of my research. Yeah. Um, well, we gave hopefully the right advice for you to go look. So yeah, that would be nice. Uh, Ryan Howe, shout out, Bang Bang Niner Gang. Fuck it's, you. Stole that from the Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles, but okay. Yeah. Uh. And E forty was a raider wearing raider shit before, but whatever. I don't want to. Well, E forty also just wears jerseys for looks. Yeah. You know? No, he always claims to be a hype man for the Bay, but he's that guy. He's that guy in your friend group who goes, "Come on, what can we like the Raiders and, and the, the Niners? Niners? What can we like the a, A's and the Giants?" I'm, I'm a, a Bay, Bay Area, Area fan. fan. Nobody likes those guys. Yeah. So. Even if it is E40. You know, when we were we in Disneyland, we were E40. talking about it because that song got lit. And you know, Hardy's a Niner fan. And Hardy brought it up. And he's like, look, look and show me and show me something. Because I remembered E-40 wearing Raiders gear and, and doing a song. With yeah, he's tell, yeah. And I was like, and I couldn't find it. So I was like, you know what? Hardy, you got me. I couldn't find it. Yeah. And then come a couple weeks ago, somebody posted where they posted that. And I was like, hey, so here you go. Here you go. This is it. Yeah. Now, he never did a song for the Raiders but still don't matter he's still I mean <laughs> whatever dude yeah don't wear the other team's colors bro I never even put on it actually I did put on a Niners jacket once but I was cold and we were outside drinking <laughs> that was I wasn't one of my most proud moments but I, I was bet. I was freezing my ass I off. bet um all right sorry we're getting off topic uh two questions from ryan house thanks for sending them in uh should all fantasy football leagues have first round by for the first place team in each division not all i don't think it should be by division i think your two top teams should get the bye well y- y- i agree record i agree as well it's it should be based on record yeah it's the same thing with the actual nfl and uh, with the NFC East, look at how shitty they are. They shouldn't. They shouldn't have home field advantage when teams like uh, Minnesota, who are have such a better record than them, are wild card teams. Yeah, but also, I don't fucking run any leagues, so I don't know how difficult it is. I don't, I don't know, know. I don't know I don't scheduling. Know. Yeah, I he don't know Tyler how. runs a league, but he doesn't know. That's a question that Johnny Roca would better be able to explain because he runs like forty fucking leagues. But yeah, uh, maybe maybe we'll save that and next time he comes on, he can give us a take. Or I'm sure he'll listen to this and then and just comment just... his take on it. Yeah, so I'm sure he will. Look in the comments on our Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should I draft someone like Lamar Jackson next year, knowing that he could be benched his, the last couple of weeks? Right now, I'm. Out a quarterback for my fantasy football league playoffs and don't want to run into the same problem. Who is your quarterback that you drafted that you're out of? I, I can't think of anybody who's... Who's out of it. Who's out. Tom Brady. I could I could see him being a Tom Brady guy, maybe. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe could... he drafted Tom Brady too early. And then he put and then he picked up a backup yeah. later in his fantasy football uh, draft, and then Tom Brady didn't pan out. Did so you got, draft Marcus Mariota? So you got two bad. Qu- maybe Marcus Mariota. <laughs> that, that's very well could be happening. Yeah, sixteen team leagues that that happens quite often. But I, if I you have the opportunity to pick Lamar Jackson up in your draft, you should. Yeah. Now, oh, but you should also be drafting a backup. Yes. Somebody who you know will... Draft, or you can go down the barrel knowing and draft a guy 
take a chance on a guy yeah. whose team's maybe a little in the road. I'll tell you what, I get Jameis Winston fairly easy in a lot of drafts. People don't look to him, and, no, and he no. puts up fucking numbers. Because you dude. hear Jameis Winston's name, and you, you think, think he's bad. Interceptions. He's not you bad think, in fantasy you think football. Of the record, yeah. but he's he's like Eli Manning. Exactly. He's a fantasy for fantasy football. What I also have that you shouldn't, what should help you from running into the same problem, is be active in the waiver wires middle of the season yeah. with your quarterback. quarterbacks. Because if you're like me, you have a hard time looking towards. The whole season and the end and the schedule, you just can't remember the the schedules. Who's got easy schedules for the end of the year? Well, that's what I do when I that that's how I draft. Is I look I I look forward to playoff spots. I I don't. That's yeah. We we have different drafting. It's styles. hard to do. Pick the guys and then you can make moves during the season that yeah. help. Once you start getting down to the wire, like for example, right now, Tannehill is a great pickup. He wasn't even a starter going into wasn't the even a starter. He's a great pickup, and he's going to help you in the next couple of weeks because yeah. the schedule, I believe, gets easier for him. Yeah, if it's I'm, not. If it's I'm not correct. a difficult. It's, it's not, not a difficult, difficult schedule. Goal. He should be able to roll. Yeah, guys like that. So there are people out there that can help. You know, help do this for you. Yeah, you just gotta you gotta be able to read that waiver wire and anticipate honestly, mm-hmm. and you got to be willing to take that chance. See, I draft, I draft the way I draft. But I know I'm not going out there, and I'm not gonna be like a a twelve and four team at the or twelve and three team at the end of the season. I'm fighting. I'm, I'm a scrappier fantasy football player. I'm fighting to it barely works. get in. I I'm fighting to barely get in, but I know my fantasy playoffs. Yeah. That my that I have good matchups. Yeah. I mean, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. It's it's a big risk, but when it pays off, it pays off big. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I hope that uh, hope that answers your questions. Like I said, guys, if we're um, if we're not correct, and you, you know, that's <laughs> not be, on us. Don't, don't come, be mad at don't us. Don't fucking yelling at yeah. me, please. You're the one who's coming to a low end podcast for your fantasy football advice. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Matthew- we don't. That that means don't <laughs> stop coming, please. <laughs> Just take what we say and then realize we're not the professionals. <laughs> I'm not Matthew Barry. Um, now I I'm think Matthew Mary. I think this is gonna be great, also, because um, like we're recording on Wednesday night. Yeah. Maybe I'll drop this in the morning. Maybe I'll drop it tonight. Whatever. Probably gonna post it like late tonight. Just okay. post it out there. That way, you guys have it on the commute in the morning. I think we're. I think I would like to go to this, yeah. especially for football all season when we both weren't working it was easier to get it out you know yeah before the football game but when tyler gets off at two it's hard so let us know if you like this if it helped being able to listen on your commute thursday morning yeah i realized last last week we gave fantasy advice and then i i realized like we just went right into watching football right i, I think there was maybe i mean uh, we did like the one week when four... the chargers were playing the raiders and the game started when we were still recording yeah so so it's i uh but I, I just remember somebody had a somebody had a question had a question and, specifically and I realized, about it. Yeah, yeah, I realized. Oh shit, that player is playing in this game. Hopefully, they were able to get the advice that they needed. Exactly. So, so, and I've also done anybody listening. I've also started putting the timestamps in the description. So, 
if you need to get to it fast and yeah. then you want to listen to the episode over because I know you want to listen to everything. Yeah, you better be listening. You can go to the timestamps, all right? Timestamps right. are not for you to skip over shit that we talk about. Yeah. You listen to the whole podcast or you listen to fucking none of it. <laughs> there you go. You're starting to feel a little better, pal. I am. Movie but news? But that took a lot out of me. <laughs> Movie news? Uh, Yeah, I got. we got some shit. You got some We shit? had some great stuff come out this week. I am very excited about the stuff that we had. Yes. Let me see here. My book marks here um well i could start with some with we get the first trailer yes. for marvel's black widow prequel movie we already talked about this last week did we yes oh shit i forgot to delete them <laughs> it's hold like, up it's like we talked about that you're right we yeah, talked about we the talked dog about we Red... talked about mulan yes. oh ryan reynolds movie ryan reynolds okay movie. go ahead go ahead give it give it to him sorry i fucked up so tyler can do this one well no you you got it right there you talk about it we'll let him redeem himself ryan reynolds i mean who seems to be like he's like the tom hanks of shit now he's just in everything everything right dude he's he's gonna be starring in a movie called free guy which is a video game movie not based on any video game. Yeah. I guess you would say loosely based upon like a free play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I was going to say it's like a GTA type. But it's based on he's a computer only character. So he's just a guy who who works in his bank and he go gets up every day yeah. and he just walks through crime and It's how... basic it, it's basically like what what uh, what the day in the life of everybody except for your character in GTA. Yeah. To begin with, at least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they're going to shut the game down, I guess. So he's got to become the hero and save it. I don't know. Uh, I just I just saw it as like, it, it, it kind of ties into the whole virtual reality thing now where like, they put on these glasses and all of a sudden, oh shit, everything's a video game. He didn't realize he's in a video game until he put those glasses, somebody's sunglasses on. Then he realized, oh shit! Like, this is for, this is for a video game. I don't know. It looked weird, but it looked interesting. Like, I'm pretty excited for the movie. I think Travis is reading notes. Yeah, exactly. Free Guy is a. This is the synopsis on it. Okay. So I was right. Yeah, give the Free Guy is an action comedy about a bank teller who discovers he is a background character in an open <clears throat> world video game yes. called Free City that will soon go offline. Okay. I I I honestly yeah. I was so hyped for this movie. I didn't even catch any plot lines other than it's a video game and Yeah, so what he's I, going basically rogue. what I said was correct with everything. This Travis looks was this looks like it's going to be funny, have action in it. It's going to be all that we love with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I mean Ryan Reynolds has been amazing. Like you said, Tom Hanks. Now, here's one that I really want to get your opinion on. Wonder Woman 1984. It looks I like the original Wonder Woman. Which I, don't I was think you okay. On. You I watched were, it. Oh, did you? I watched it. It was one of the that one in Aquaman. I watched. Yeah, those. Well, oh, you and watched like Batman versus Superman. Yeah, you or watched something. the good DC movies. Yeah, wonder. And I, I thought it was okay. Yeah. I. What did I say about Aquaman? I, th I don't remember. I think I said it was like okay. Yeah, too. I thought you said it was the best actually, DC movie. I did say that because yeah. I liked it more than one. Oh wait, no, wait. Shazam was your favorite DC Yeah, movie. well, yeah, okay, you're, you're right, Shazam That's right. was. But, but Aquaman was second. Yes. Shazam, in the time filling before, before Shazam, I was Aquaman. Yes. I, I also saw that in IMAX, and I thought it was fantastic what they did with the visual effects. Yeah. But this one, I mean, I liked the original Wonder Woman. Yeah. I thought, like, at times it was very corny. The super villain was corny. 
I don't understand what this is. I think this is just a play on everything being in the 80s, you know? Oh, oh it's definitely going to be a big nostalgia, everything, you know. It's going to be all 80s, but I think they're starting to get away from the whole DC is so dark and, you know, fucking gritty and it's going to be bloodbath type thing. Ooh, yeah. Uh, they realize with Shazam, because that was not Shazam. Shazam was... Shazam funny. was very fun, but it was dark it was at funny, times. But it was dark Even at times. Even the seven deadly sin people were were they knew, very pretty scary. They knew I, when to be dark. Yeah, it was, other than being dark the entire. I think it was movie. a great movie. So yeah, I think they realized that with with Shazam, and they brought it into Wonder Woman. The only thing I question is, I think they're gonna go over the top with the fun, trying to be funny, and over the top with the colorful, and then the whole Steve, I think that's his name. Her love interest, I don't uh, know his from, name. from the original, yeah, died at the end, but yet he showed well, up the, in the trailer. The director came out, or the director, I think the director came out and said, "This is not a sequel. It's just Wonder Woman in another time." I if we'll you're see. gonna create a different, like look at look, I'm a dumb viewer, so if you're gonna create a different timeline, a yeah. different storyline, because they do it in comics all the time. You have to make Wonder Woman different. You have to establish that it's a different. You can have her like be the same. Maybe have her be the same um, actress. You could have it because I like Gal Gadot. I think she does a great job. Oh, definitely. Have her be the same actress, but maybe like change the suit. You could change something to. You could change the suit, or if you don't even want to do that, you have to establish that first. But they also, I've also heard that the person who's in this, the villain, is also like a. Plays tricks on your head. So this may be a big it twist could, where he's not even back and it is. I was they're trying that, to throw us through a loop. I was thinking that in the trailer too. I thought, okay, yeah. this definitely could be one of those situations where uh, he's just kind of like a... a not even... Like you said, like he's not real. He's more of a guidance figure. Like she, he's the reason that she keeps going on and fighting crime and all that. Because they show in the, in the trailer sh- a scene where she's... Like, staring at a picture of him like, I used to love somebody. Yeah. So it's like... But then you also see later on in the trailer him rear back and getting ready to punch a bad guy. So I don't know if they're... If it's just trailer magic. I think this is going to be a... I think this is going to be a thing where you think he's back for some reason. He's not aged. I have no idea. Or it could be dumb, like the director says, and it's a completely different timeline, but then why would she be... I don't know. This got, uh, It's got holes all over the place. That's it's the, fucking DC. It's got holes all got over holes. the place. And you know, some fucking DC uh, nerd might come up and talk to me about, you know, you don't know anything, but I'm just talking about, for the cinematic universe-wise, this has too many fucking holes. Yeah. Marvel plugs up holes, you don't. Like, well, Mar- the, the problem is, Marvel knew where they were going. They had... Yeah, I don't think DC has any idea. They had they had this, this Infinity War thing when they made Incredible Hulk, or the, when they made Iron Man in 08. They had well, the they infin- had, I don't think they had that big of an idea, but they had an idea that they were going to go somewhere. They want. They, so knew- they had the phase one idea. They had, well, but at the end of phase one was the introduction of Thanos. Yeah, but if you go at the at the end of phase one. End, yeah, I- yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying at the beginning of Iron Man, the original Iron <clears throat> Man, they had the phase one idea. Yeah. They didn't call it phase one. They thought that would be the whole thing. Yeah. As it starts growing and they realize is when they start game planning because I don't think you get the first hint of, like, Soul Stones till halfway through Phase 1, I believe, or something like that. 
with Captain America's introduction. Yeah, you that's get an yeah. Idea. Captain America was the first kind of is where you start where to you get, get the, the idea of that films. because of you know Red Skull and whatnot. So I think well, they caught on to what was going on. What what came first was Captain America first or was Thor first? Thor the for original Thor was no I don't. I'd have to look, Tyler. I'd have to look. Because I I, uh, I can't remember which one. We're but, going off. This yeah. is DC. We're going well, off. I, now we're I, just talking about what Marvel. I'm, what stuff. I'm trying to say is they had this... Uh, they had this big plan. They had an idea. They, they had they, a bigger. They had a bigger plan than what DC's doing. Than what DC. I'm not saying they DC's, had. The, I'm not saying they saw fucking no, no. Thanos and Infinity War and an Endgame coming, but they had a plan to begin with. And DC saw that success and thought, well, we could do the same thing, and they tried to just. Cram it down our throats, basically. They tried I, to I mean, say, they didn't cram it down my throat. I well, didn't really care. But they were trying to. They, they tried wanted to... you to. They wanted you to eat it up, but you knew better. You didn't like it. I didn't like it. You the stayed away from it. Yeah. That's the. Uh, I don't know. That's just what it boils down to. And yep. D- DC didn't have it as well thought out. So, Wonder Woman 1984. I think Are... it'll. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Um. We have the th- the title and logo for the f- third Conjuring movie. I am very excited. Now, one thing that I do have to mention is the director of this movie, no James Wan. Not James Wan. But he is the person who directed The Curse of La Llorona. And James Wan is still having creative. I think he's doing part helping creatively with the yeah. whole thing. He he's not he's not the now, main director, but he'll be doing a lot now, of things for it. I enjoyed La Llorona. Didn't think it was great, but I thought it was a better. I thought it was better than like uh, most of the Annabelles. Yeah, and you know it was. I think it's. I think and it was better than the Nun, in my opinion. I think La Llorona was. Yeah, I like I like it visually. I guess I feel like the story was lackluster in that one. Oh, definitely. So maybe this is exactly what he needs to show his talents. I mean, to give him the head, you know, head conjuring movie is maybe just what he needs. I don't know. What do you think? I f- I'm going into this third conjuring movie not with the high hopes of this is going to be as good as the first two. I don't think it's going to live up to the first two's hype. Just yeah. because it is a new director and there's been so many you since Conjuring 2 you've had the nun get her So spin-off. the guy's name, excuse me, the yeah. guy's name is Michael Chavez, so we could Okay. Michael Chavez. That so. that fucking guy. Yeah. You've had the nun the the nun spin-off, you've had the Curse of La Llorona which is Technically in the Conjuring universe. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's part of uh, it. Uh you've had a couple Annabelle movies. Three Annabelles. Have they all come out since the second? Since the second? Conjuring? Oh, since the second Conjuring. Just two of them. Just two of them. The first one. You've came had out a lot. Before. You've had a lot come out that really kind of needs to be tied with Conjuring Three, and I just think that it's going to be too much for I... a new director to to handle. If see, it was James no, Wan, I see. I think. I think what they're going to end up doing is tightening the scope. I think we're. I honestly think we're no longer gonna see any Annabelle. Oh, I, I don't. I, I agree with that, but the, the, I think that Annabelle three, the introduction of all those different 
cases. Yes. I think that opened it up too much. Yeah, but we're just gonna get more spinoffs. We're not gonna get. Well, we're, I, we're gonna. This is gonna be. This is gonna be. Hmm. I don't know what I'm about. just. I'm just kind of afraid that they're gonna try and pack cram too of, much into cram this. too much into this. And see, that's where I think. I think that's where they. That's what they did with the Conjuring Two. And, the, oh, the, and yeah. the second one was terrifying, but I felt like they tried to cram too much different stuff in there with the nun. They tried the, the nun, the crooked man. The crooked man was in there. Who um, else? There was also some other things in there, right? The the old the old dude ghost. They were trying to to, yes. to establish that ghosts ghosts can control ghosts. Yeah, like he was he was haunted. He was the old man who used to live there. Yes, but he was haunted. He by was the still demon. haunted by by Valak, who yeah. is. The nun. Yeah, exactly. So I and I think they're and I think they tried that to see how it would work. I think that didn't hit well. So I think they're gonna hone down on this. I hope so. I definitely yeah. hope. so. I think possibly this is where you wrap up Valak's timeline because we still have it go going from person to person. You know what I'm saying? I think. Well, I think they wrapped it up as good as they could at the end of Conjuring Two. I don't know what else you'd really want. She the the only thing giving the demon its power was uh it not knowing its name and she figured out the name at the end, she called it its name and it fucking disappeared. Yeah, but it's demons, dude. They work in mysterious it's like God, it works in mysterious works ways. Works in mysterious dude. ways. So I, I feel like this could I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the, it's this one's called "The Devil Made Me Do It." The Devil Made me, I. I'm. I don't know how I feel about them getting away from just calling calling it Conjuring Three. I. I like it. We'll I see. Like it. We'll see what the devil made her do. I'm excited. We'll, him, we'll definitely get into her. it more. We'll get into it more when we talk about when the trailer comes out. Yeah, when we get pictures and trailers. The release date points. for that is September 2020. Yeah. Which I didn't give the release date for the other two. Oh, well, we'll talk about it more. What was the other? Free Guy, I believe, was June. And Wonder Woman, uh, if I were to be correct, I believe was like an April release. You might have to fact check me on that, but um, yeah, June for Free Guy. No, that's for Wonder Woman. Okay, then I think April was was Free Guy. Cause for some reason June and April are standing out in my head. Sorry, we're doing this kind of backwards. That's all right. Uh, July. Okay. So July third is July. Free Guy. June fifth is Wonder Woman, and September is. Conjuring. The Conjuring, the devil made me do it. The devil made All me right. do it. So now that we're on track, we get another trailer, which this is the trailer I'm most excited about. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Ghostbusters. Oh, I was talking about a different movie. Which one were you talking about? Uh, Grudge. Oh, the final Red Band one? But we'll just no, we'll keep going you're Ghostbusters. Not, you're not excited about the Ghostbusters? I'm, I'm pretty excited. So then we get the... First trailer for this and the name is gonna be called Ghostbusters Afterlife. Dope name. Which and this has so they're going to a they're going to like a small farmer community, like a yeah. middle Midwest town. Yeah. And I guess so I feel like this is gonna <sighs> be all the parents all, all the Ghostbusters when they when they finish cleaning up New York City Moved here to the Midwest to slow down. Yeah. I feel so... They had this whole thing where they harbored the ghost 
maybe underneath the ground and they're opening and it's going to be brought upon this town and ever they're all their grandchildren are gonna have to team up and be yeah. the new ghostbusters because there, like there's some mysterious link between the characters that you see in the trailer and the original ghostbusters that's what it said in the in the plot details or whatever is that they don't know what the link is and i think you're right it's gonna be like a grandkids or something along those lines. Yeah, at least for a couple <clears throat> a of them. A distant relative. At least or for at least for one of them. So, we're, yeah. but I mean, it's got Paul Rudd in this. He's yes. gonna be like, I guess, kind of like the. I don't know how do you explain him. He's gonna be the guide for these children. Yeah. He's not their parent figure. He's like their teacher or something like that. Something. He's gonna to be an authority cool. figure without and he's gonna, being. And he's and he authority. he's like the you know resident expert on the Ghostbusters. Yeah. He's gonna help them clue it all together and help. So I mean, everything seemed funny. Everything. This is very nostalgic. I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. I, I, I agree. This is Travis where they is needed just, to go Travis with is the just Ghostbusters. Happy. Travis is just happy that there's no women. It's not all women. I don't know how, how many times I have to defend my case. It's, I just give you shit about it, Trav. It's not a bad thing that they keep doing. No, fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> it's bad. The, you put just put, putting women in old movies and making them new is not good. Creative a story that everybody wants to hear. This is a story that everybody wants to hear. Okay. So, so if they who took, are you gonna call? If they took this story and just put all women in this story, you think like if the like children it? were mostly women, they were all granddaughters of the the children, and it wasn't Paul Rudd. Let's say it was like. No, I think Paul Rudd is the perfect move for this. What if don't it take was, Paul Rudd? What if it, it was a female version of Paul Rudd? There, what the fuck does that even mean? I don't know. Paul put Paul Paul Paul, Paul, Paul Rudd in a wig. Fuck. Who was the Who was the girl in Ant Man and the Wasp? Who Who played the Wasp? Yeah, but she's not funny. She's she could be funny. No. Okay. Who? Oh, his wife from this is forty. Oh, what's her name? She's married to the director. Yeah, yeah. You know who I'm talking. What if it was her in that spot? All right, now you're forcing it. Sorry. It's because it's all women. Now Travis hates it. women. <laughs> Travis hates women. Just <laughs> well, I didn't fucking see Charlie's Angels. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now we talked about. What do you think? Did you give your opinion? I think it's going to be, like you said, nostalgia is going to be very high for this movie. And I think they have a good plot that they could work with. I okay. think it'll be pretty good. So we're going to get to two right now. We'll just, um, oh, that one, sorry, excuse me. That one is released, is going to be released July 10th. So, a lot uh, of summer movies trailers. Summer movies. is well, This is when we get the summer movie releases. Yeah. I mean, They're everything good. before then is trash, so. I don't know about everything. Um, okay, so we're getting two trailers that... They're the final trailers, I guess. First one, The Grudge. Red Band trailer. What do you think? It was fucking sickening, dude. I'm I'm So it, what I This like, made me excited. So for the new this Grudge. yes. So I thought they were gonna do like a reboot of the Grudge. Cause the the American the original Grudge, you know uh, Juwan. Juwan is fantastic. Yes. They came over and then they did the American version of it, or not the American version. I would just say they did it for America, which is basically uh, just a remake yeah. shot. It that would you know help us remake understand. just without China, without them speaking it's, in Japanese. It's they just a, yeah, it's English. an American remake. Yes. That's probably the best. Yes. Now this is a American reboot, and what I like about this is we're taking all that classic good you know Japanese style horror that we love. 
from the original grudge no. but i feel like we're gonna get like a eli roth sort of twist on this where it's got like that american style uh bloody yes you know shock value i think kind of so. horror yeah. included in this which excited me yeah it's i i i saw this trailer and i think i talked about it last week that uh, the director of this came out and said that, you know, this movie is gonna have people screaming, running out of the, running out of the theaters. Yeah. And I thought, well, I've never done that watching a movie. Like, who the fuck actually does shit like no, this? It, yeah. This I mean, movie, I've, I've seen people do that. But, you know, that was the big thing when. And I, I thought, okay, he's over He's he's trying to hype us up. Did Sam Raimi was just... Sam Raimi the one who said that, or was it the director here, Nicholas Pesh? That guy. That guy said it. Okay. That guy said it. This trailer, sh- instead of saying that, he should have just dropped this trailer. Because yeah. this trailer made me think, like, I can see myself fucking getting uh, physically sick watching this movie. Uh, yeah. Which happens, yeah. which happens in, like, hostile. It happened to me in Saw. Human it happened to me in the Saw, Saw 3. Well, I never got really sick in Human Centipede. Well, I just thought. It was mainly just Saw 3, I think, was one of them. Yeah, but this one is going to be. I'm really, I'm more excited now. Yeah, more definitely excited seeing this now. trailer got me more. A uh, big time movie. woman from Insidious. Oh, big she, time! I, I, she's the main focal you know point what? of Every this. Every time she's in a horror movie, I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. Yeah, because she always does such a good L- job. Lynn Shay is her yeah, name. Uh, yeah, whatever her name is. I don't. Yeah, uh, yeah. She, I was like big time in this, and I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and, and then, then fucking uh, and that co- one comes and, out. And, ja- that one is actually a January release. That's day, so. yeah. Roldy, Roldy's in it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah from Harold and Kumar. Yeah, yeah. It's be well, fucking... I saw that from the beginning. Well, yeah, he's in the shower scene with the yeah. hand, you know. The... And then the other final trailer for a horror movie that we get is Antlers. Did you see the final trailer? I did for not Antlers. watch the final trailer. I didn't even know they released the final trailer. Was that this morning or something? Or was no? This, it was like last like, last early last week, maybe that's earlier why. this week. I think it was. I think it was a Monday or something like that. Huh, dude, we get a better look at. I thought this was gonna be like a man man deer kind of thing we get a better look at this creature because we like i said this is a del toro or right del toro yeah yeah, yeah. it's a del toro um it's or is it him doing it or is he produced just like, by it's produced by him. i mean he's not he, directing I, think he's, it. I believe he's got his fingers dipped in here somewhere yeah the director is scott cooper but um the monster in this is gonna be terrifying i feel Ooh. I get it. Do you, are you looking at him right now? Yeah. Are you looking at him right now? Holy shit. Dude, I didn't that's... freeze frame it. Are you looking at pictures? Is it is it this that you're talking about? Is it this thing? No, or is it, it or is it this thing? That thing. That thing. Okay, that's yeah. what I that's what I was originally looking yeah, at. That looks like a skin person. That just looks like somebody's got skin. Yeah. But yeah, no, that I mean, it looks like it we're gonna delve I think we're gonna delve into um like not like an accident, like an actual mo- monster myth kind of thing, kind of like Jersey Devil stuff. I don't know. Like if this you is kind of like a Jersey Devil thing. If you come look, I, I have it on my phone. If you look, that kind of looks like a a, a human. Well, face I think right maybe there. like his, like this kid's dad, like was um was. What am I trying to say? No idea. Was like put a spell on to turn into this thing, and it's like a. 
Kind of like the kind of like the plot of of Cloin or Clown or whatever. Yeah, kind of. Where he puts on the clown thing and then it just the takes cloin. over him. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And then the Cloin takes over. Yeah. So this one comes out April seventeenth. Um, <clears throat> this is one uh, we do a good job describing how uh, the Grudge is. This one, go watch the trailer and feel. I feel like this is gonna be a big time, uh, big time IMAX. Great, but no. Oh. Uh, I just feel like this is gonna be big time, good role. For a kid and scary movie, this kid looks frightening. Yeah. We're going to talk about that later when we do our list of top roles of the year. Yeah. So, okay, is that, um, you got any other movie stuff? I wanted to bring up the fact that, uh, last week we talked about Adam Sandler coming out and saying if he doesn't get any nominations for Uncut Gems, that he's going to make the worst movie he's ever made. And so far, two for two. He didn't get, uh... Emmy nominations or whatever, and then he didn't get... Academy? Yeah, Academy nominations. He didn't get SAG nominations either. So, so far, he hasn't got nominated for shit. We're like two more steps closer to getting Grown Ups 3, basically. (laughs) Very excited for that. Yeah, award season's coming through... I guess maybe when when some of the big ones when, when the big, big awards the Oscars yeah when shit like that goes on we'll talk more about it but I yeah. think this this is like Emmys or whatever which is more like TV shows and yeah. shit like that yeah I don't give a fuck the, when we when we get into Oscar talk is when we'll talk Oscars yeah I guess yeah um okay so movie review time we went and saw Dark Waters Dark Waters and not the Dark Waters with Jeffrey Gorman shout out. Pat McAfee show. <laughs> yeah, like nobody's gonna get that reference. Yeah, only me and you, and like maybe one other person who's like, "Hey, I listen to the Pat McAfee show." Yeah. Um, little synopsis for you for Dark Waters: A tenacious attorney uncovers a dark secret that connects a growing number of unexplained deaths to one of the world's largest corporations while trying to expose the truth. He soon finds himself risking his future, his family, and his own life. This is directed by Todd Haynes, um, stars Mark Ruffalo, yeah, uh, Mark Ruffalo, Tim Robbins, Anne Hathaway, Bill Pullman. Had some pretty big names. I mean, yeah, those very are big games. This one w- did not get marketed as much. It, this is, of course, a true story <clears throat> about DuPont. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, just general, if you guys don't know, they just, they make pretty much a lot of things you can fucking think of. Yeah. Pretty much anything you think yeah. of. They're one they of, the, probably they're one of those companies that just got their fingers in fucking everything. Like 3M does. Yeah. And big time. They've mentioned 3M in this. Um, I, when I, well, I really like these movies that are like, that are true stories. Yeah. And you also go into a sense of. Um, you're working through, like, the guy's an attorney, so he's a big, he's a, Mark Revelo's character, uh, Robert Below, is a, a defense attorney for a big company. Yeah, he and usually then, defends but he, the big... But, you know, from West Virginia, yeah. he usually defends somebody from his hometown who knows his grandma, you know, where he grew up and stuff, and West Virginia comes and needs help, and basically he's trying to figure out why this is all happening. He's working, he's back working, finding out all this nasty shit yeah. that corporations did for to, did to us. I yeah. mean, it's all a true story. For years and years, and you're working through the case with him. I love... That was one of the big-time notes I had on this movie. Yeah, it was that, the way that they shot that, that. That the story is just fantastic. 
Yeah. Oh, and the story was... Well, I mean, it carried me through. I think this movie was a two-hour time run or yeah. so. Two two hour, ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, the movie, the story soars through that, which is fantastic. Um, and I love the duality, because what you get is a small town West Virginia, and people are sick. And when you think of like towns like that, you usually think like, oh, just fucking poor people. Heck they work in fucking factories. Yeah, yeah. They don't take care of themselves. Yeah. But you know, some of these factories, especially back in the day, that these stereotypes come from, was because they were basically getting poisoned. Yeah. Uh, and they were poisoning everybody and sacrificing these people for in Middle America for garbage. And then when people come and they were started suing the company, like. People who still had jobs with them, yeah, who you know who ended up having to get laid off and stuff because of the you know the lawsuits and all this stuff. Like, hate you, and you're like, hey, dude, I'm trying to save you. Like, I thought that duality of the movie was fantastic. Yeah, they did. They did a really good job of of showing not just a whole one sided of hey, these guys are are heroes because they're fighting the bad guys. They also show like. They get criticized by a lot of people. A lot of people take shots at them because of the fact that, like you said, they're getting laid off because, you know, plants are getting shut down because of the illegal activities that are going on. It, it's 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 hard to talk. It, it was hard to watch, too, knowing that it was a true story and you just feel, yeah. you feel so bad for these people. Yeah. And then you realize, like, at the end it show, oh, you know, that this this chemical that that is poisoning everybody uh, is in ninety nine percent of humans. Like this shit lives within you, and you just yeah. I I just love the fact that the way they told the story, you feel the hatred for these companies that they that they uh, that are basically the the antagonist of it. Exactly. Like there is literal shaking hatred that you see with Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo has that same kind of hatred to begin with, which you know turned into a stroke for him. Uh, not a not a stroke, but sort of or like, like a yeah, it was, it, it, the brain it mimics a stroke. Yeah, it was something but it weird. Wasn't I don't a know stroke. some nerd shit. Uh, and I just thought that was just amazing how they did that. Yeah, you know, how they were able to capture that emotion within me. Yeah, but I'm an emotional movie watcher, so that's kind of uh, you know big time. Tim Robbins, great character in this as the head of the law firm that he worked at. We thought the whole time you're thinking to yourself like. He's gonna turn. He yeah. He always plays that asshole. And he actually turns out to be a fucking. uh, Well, I mean, you just think the head of your law firm. You're you just got promoted. Like you're thinking as the trope movie tropes of this. You're thinking, oh, this guy's gonna be like, stop digging too deep. You know, we're trying to sign them. I'm a big business guy. Yeah. You know, go go fuck yourself. He turns out to be a decent human being. He's a good human being. He's like, well, you know, this is why people hate lawyers. Blah blah. Yeah. You know. It seemed like, I don't know if it was done on purpose, the movie was shot, like, very gloomy throughout the whole time. Oh, yeah. That that was one thing that I liked was there, it, it's supposed to be a drama, it's real. It's a real life thing, they didn't try to, like, force a lot of comedy on you, which uh, some dramas try to do. This one was just, it was straight up dark, you know, you didn't. Yeah, you, I feel like the, like, some of the things that I don't like with, with, you know, you, you get him, he's going from Ohio to drive up to West Virginia or whatever. Um, they're always showing him, you know, 
passing the freaking passing the um the sign you know welcome yeah. to west virginia yeah. how many miles i feel like always that, seeing the that kids gets, riding the bikes you're always that seeing, gets yeah. stale you know there's a couple of things in there that got stale for me but the story carries it through so if uh, uh, what i had what i was thinking was the pacing was a little slow I but, didn't feel well. Just well, with, the, like with a shots, tiny bit with, with shots like that. Your story, your story carries it through. That's but what I the, said. The story carries the st- it through. The story carries it through, and I like the fact that it made you realize because this. I mean, it started in movie starts in what night? Or well, it starts in seventy five with a throwback. See, and I don't know why that scene. Like, was that him? Was that supposed? No, to be him? I think it was just more of. You're just supposed to know that the company, chemical company's been fucking spraying. Sh- been, and they know. Been, they know that it's known wrong for years. And they yeah. know that it's wrong. I think Which, that was the only reason. They don't Which, really have to show that. You didn't need that at all. Nah. So really, the movie starts in what ninety eight was when he takes that case with with the farmer. I think it's before then. Like ninety five, ninety eight. It's, it's, I think it's like. I think it's like 1993. So it's somewhere in the the 90s. Yeah. The case doesn't get settled with the company until 2015. So I like kind of that the pacing of the movie was fast. It was, it kind of mimicked how that. It was fast compared to that long timeline that they had to cover. Yeah. Which they did a good job of. And you get all the information. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what'd you give it? I ended up giving it an 88. I really okay, you enjoyed. were a little higher. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So so what I realized is we do it and then we multiply by two, so we're never going to get odd numbers. <laughs> I realize this. So what I'm doing, what, <laughs> I, what I propose that we do, and I did it on this one, was if you give it a number and you feel like it's a little too high, just Have knock it? it off a point. Just knock it off one. So oh. I gave this one an 85. I am because oh, okay. because okay, you yeah. won't come to an odd number if you multiply we multiply it by or we do the things then we multiply it by two unless you give it a half I guess you could either but either way yeah. if you if so you if feel I that, feel like it yeah. needs it you like, can either give it a I, half or you can knock it off I'll a just point. knock either it way, off a point at either the way end. it's the same so you're this gonna one, end up getting this the one same I gave an eighty five you give it an eighty eight you yeah. liked it a little bit more I, than yeah, me I really enjoyed I have this one just above the Irishman. I think we had the yeah. Irishman at 82. Yeah, and, it, and then it, it Knives was Out was out 92. Yeah, See, Knives I Out felt, was definitely better. I felt that at 86, it was too close to Knives Out. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Well, anyways, like I said, we're tr- us doing this, working through it, I think that was a great review. We're testing our dark waters. I think. Oh, <laughs> great pun. <laughs> that was very funny. Oh, oh man, don't oh, start. Sheets. Let's not start that. Yeah, I didn't want to keep that going. Okay, so, um, yeah. We're going to roll into our top ten for this. Yeah, we can. Why don't we preface while we're doing this top ten? Go well, ahead. Why are we doing this top ten? Because it's the end of the year. It's the end of the year. We watched a lot of movies this year, and uh, there's been a lot of good roles going on this year, too. A lot of good acting, a lot of good actresses out there. Yeah. And we thought we'd... Uh, you know, we've been basically reviewing movies, not like to the full extent that we have, but I feel like at the end of the year, there's a couple of things we can look forward to the end of the year. Doing Star Wars stuff, yeah. and then reviewing the movies we've seen at the year. Yeah. So what we're doing here is we're going to do top, our top roles, top roles of 2019, yeah. which doesn't have to be main roles, it can be side roles, whatever we think was portrayed well by the actor or actress, yeah. and how the 
Ba that's basically how I did it. How how that character services the plot. What what do you like about it? Whatever it could be. Whatever. Yeah. This is our list. This is yeah. This is now, our personal top Unfortunately, 10. because we have Star Wars coming up, and then we want to save our last one for best movies of the year. We want to make sure we include all 2019 movies. <sighs> yeah. We're missing a couple off the list here. I mean, you know, we didn't see 1917. We did. We talked about this. We're still missing about five movies before the end of the year that are that will that see, would probably have people that we could uh, that that could contend for our top contend. Ten. Yes. So, all right, let's get. You got your list ready. I, my list is ready. Did you want to just get right? In, I'm sure you have. Do you have some honorable mentions? You know, because I. I kept them on here just because I, I wanted to talk about them. Yeah, well. why don't you say your honorable mentions while I pull mine up here. So, I have Bill Hader's Richie in It 2. I talked a lot of shit about him. All, and he just that's he, a, that's he literally just missed my, my list. He was going to be on my top ten. Yeah. Um, Jesse Eisenberg's Art of Self-Defense just misses my list as well. Yes, yeah. He was really good at that. Yeah, me too, that. definitely. Uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson and Jojo Rabbit was another great one. Her role was very good. Uh, I um, This one's going to be a personal. Florence Pugh, who, did, who played Paige in Fighting With My Family, which was the story of Paige, the WWE wrestler. What, uh, isn't that just her? Wasn't she the? She, no, she was play. She there, somebody played her. Somebody played her. Oh, oh, well, yeah. She did really good as as her, but I just it wasn't enough to make that top ten. And then I just watched the movie Marriage Story this morning, which uh, stars Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Pretty good movie. You guys should go check it out if you haven't already. It's on Netflix, and both of their characters made it onto my honorable mentions. Uh, the story was okay, but the acting. Was fucking phenomenal. And, um, and Marriage Story. So that's why I give, you know, they make my honorable mentions for their acting. The story could have been a lot better for that movie. Cool. That's the most I'll talk about that movie. All right. Do you have your list, my friend? Yeah, I have it. Okay. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get so I have the character names because I didn't write down the character names. All right, your number ten, Ty. My number ten is Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio from Spider-Man: Far From Home. Oh, low. I know. Low it's on the list. Very low. There was a lot. I'm telling you, man. There was a lot of great uh, roles this this year, uh, and he just fit that comic book mold. Pretty, he pretty much jumped right out of a video game. Is, is how I would explain it. Right out of a comic book, video game, whatever you want to say, uh, he played Mysterio to a T. Yep, that was pretty good. Yeah. My number 10 is Taika Waititi playing Hitler and okay. Jojo Rabbit. We'll go right into it because that's my number 9. Yeah, I thought, I like uh, like I said, I came out of there not even knowing that that was Taika Waititi. I, uh, when I was making this And he was funny and he keeps, yeah. he keeps the plot fresh and he makes what, like we said, what is a very heavy movie, yeah. very light. When I was making my list, and you said, you know, it doesn't have to be lead, it could be a sidebar. Yeah. So if I was going to put a sidebar, I was thinking, who could get their own movie and I'd still be interested? You know what I mean? Yeah. If I got two hours of Taika Waititi playing Hitler the way he did in this movie, I would be very happy. That's that's why he makes my number nine on the, on my list. So awesome! All right, what's your number nine, pal? So my number nine is Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc in Knives Out. 
love the southern accent. I love him as a um, as a detective. You know, we just got done reviewing it, so I'm not going to go too far into that one. Yeah, he, he definitely played that character pretty well. So you might have to look this guy up for me, this, the character name. But my number eight was Willem Dafoe's character from The Lighthouse. He played that crazy... I'm, mother- I'm, I'm looking up all the people that I don't remember titles, so that's your fault. Okay, whatever. Uh, I, I don't remember his name, but he played that crazy yeah, captain. Whatever. I can do it all up. Just go ahead, keep talking. He played that crazy captain, like, perfectly. He, If I were to imagine being stuck on an island, uh, being crazy and falling in love with the lighthouse, whatever, or whatever, what be, whatever the fuck that movie was about, uh, he played it perfectly. Exactly how I imagined. So, and that was just a great character. Yeah, it's taking too long to find it. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, uh, that was pretty cool. My number eight is from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Brad Pitt as Cliff Booth. I yeah. love, I mean, classic Brad Pitt. I love the story. I love him in it. I thought it was perfect role for, you know, everything. So. He was right. He was right. On, he was probably the person who got bumped off bumped because off of Jalen Hall and because of He got Tyco bumped Lewis. off your list. He got okay. barely bumped off my list. All right. Uh, my number seven is ScarJo and Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, see, that missed it for me. She, she, I thought her character was so complex, and the fact that she kind of hid it, hid I mean, it without it, hiding my it. My thing is why it misses it was because it was kind of hidden from the movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was, it was pretty hidden. But when it was revealed, like, okay, she's, you know, double agent, she's a Nazi hater or whatever, it was like, Oh shit, that that's pretty cool. You know, it, it it serviced the plot well, and I thought it was a great character. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay. Number seven, Jackson Dunn from *Brightburn*. Brandon Breyer, the kid from *The Brightburn. Kid from Brightburn*. This was the best part of this movie was him. Like as like we it's talked about, kid. like I told you earlier, we're gonna have big time. This with Antlers is yeah. is creepy kid in horror movie this is one of those where i mean i think he did a fantastic job yeah he was he, he was very creepy and he fit that yeah that creep mold for, for that movie. you know when you try and poke holes and this is what the movie's basically about when you're trying to poke holes and do what a you know what an actual alien like a superman creature would have to deal with coming down here and not understanding how we work yeah this is how you do it and that's the character for it yeah uh so my number six is Chris Evans' character in Knives Out? I thought he was fucking great. Yeah, I, I mean, to, to get to, uh, it was so low. it was so fresh to have him, you know, the usual Captain America nice guy, and then to get that asshole change was fucking phenomenal, and he played it perfectly. Woody, and you don't like he hid the twist very well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number six is Shia LaBeouf, Tyler, and Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, I heard he was really good, so I... He's very good. I, I have to watch that movie in order oh, to... Oh, you never watched it. I never watched You went and saw that one by oh, yourself. man. Yeah. One, of, one of my favorites of the year, for sure. That That's another one that we're gonna miss out, because his character in Honey Boy might be yeah, somebody Yeah, that, can, when he, him playing his dad in Honey Boy, I heard, it's, enough, I, heard it's, I heard it would be right. That's one yeah. that we're missing out on yeah. by not being able to see it. Yeah. So yeah, but Shia LaBeouf and, and the Peanut Butter Falcon was fantastic. Uh, you know, I wanted to, the the um, 
Zach Goat Zach Goatsagan, I think that's his name, know. who's the actual autistic boy who acts oh, in this yeah. as that character. He did a good job too. And this is gonna be fucked up to say, but like you're you're just like you're the character. He you know, he's the char- he's not playing something different. Yeah, no, no, it's not He's it, the character. Like, I don't wanna be fucked up because he's autistic, you know, you can't say that shit, but he's the character, you know what I'm saying? He's not gonna be in other movies. Uh, without playing a similar character. Without playing an autistic person. Exactly. So I can't, you know, I would love to put him on here, but I yeah. can't. I, it's, I mean, it's the same thing with... Go with, watch the movie and you'll understand what I'm saying. I, I, I completely understand. Don't cancel me, please. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be please like, don't. oh, Travis hates autistic people just about as much as he hates and women. I, I only hate them just as much as I hate women. So there you go. <laughs> uh, Which so, I realized, I kicked, I kicked Scarlett Johansson off this list, so I have no women on here. Jesus God Christ, damn Travis. it. I should have kept her on here just in case I got... Canceled. Uh, number five for me is DiCaprio's character. Great, then we have the same number five. I liked his character upon a lot more re- than Brad Pitt. Upon rewatch, because I remember talking about this, yeah. I did not, I did not give enough praise to how good DiCaprio was. Upon rewatch, very, very, very good, good job, dude. very good job all around for DiCaprio. An actor within an actor, dude. That was fucking amazing. I do. I, I mean, we. We love that whole scene of him going back in the trailer and duh, 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 fucking idiot I laughed shit. the first time and then watching it again, I got a different hit from it. It, it like yeah. it wasn't as funny. It was like, damn, that fucking like yeah. he's really into his work type. Yeah, type feel. exactly. Yeah. So, um, number four. Number four for me was Ewan McGregor's Danny Torrance in Doctor Sleep. Yeah. It, I, I mean, mean that was good. I li- I liked how I, they wrote the character. I feel like you I feel like you like that because he was like if if this was a standalone movie, oh, yeah. I don't think I would like it as oh, much. No, oh, definitely not. It, it has but the, I the I shining like, thing. I like I like how they wrote Danny's character yeah. from when you see him as a kid to the shining and how realistic it is. In Doctor Sleep, and I think yeah, Ewan I think, McGregor, that, I think that attests to Stephen King's abilities as a book writer. But I think Ewan McGregor was the perfect choice, and he executed it. He did a good perfectly. job. He's a good actor. I yeah. don't. Th- I don't think it. I don't think it deserves to be on a list. But you know, that's your opinion. Yep. Uh, my number four is where Chris Evans comes in for Knives Out. Yeah. And we talked about it when you talked about it. Why we think he's up there. I just think he's better than. I think this is one where, like, for DiCaprio, for me, upon rewatch, you'll rank him higher. Oh, probably. Yeah. Uh, so, number three for me, we're getting into our top three, this is going to get interesting, is Lupita Nyong'o, who played, I can't remember that character's name, but in Us, she played the main girl oh, and her tethered counterpart. Oh, the main black woman. Just, oh. but both of those parts were fucking phenomenal to be able to pull off that twist that they had at the end of that movie yeah i don't feel like that's her i feel like i feel like i feel like that was done through i think that was done through directorial but she i mean it definitely it definitely helped but she was able to portray both of those characters very well yeah i'm not too i wasn't too big of a fan of that one you know travis not only hates women doesn't just hate autistic people no, black. dude, don't do that to me, dude. <laughs> Hates the blacks as well. Oh, you're three for three, up, pal. No, you're I'm not. Three dude. for three. How many? This how is many all white Travis dudes on my many, list. This is all white dudes on my how list. How many people of color are on your list, Travis? Dude, Taika Waititi, bro. 
I don't know what the fuck he is, but he real low on your list. But it's also the him playing Hitler, which is (laughs) which doesn't help my case. That's an oxymoron in itself. Oh fuck, that's funny as hell. Jake Gyllenhaal from Spider Man Far From Home. (laughs) As Mysterio, I think I think he did a fantastic job. This was that was the. That brought that Spider-Man movie so far up above what it what what it was going to be was oh, having definitely. Jake Gyllenhaal in it, so yeah. he gets the bump there. Uh, number, number two is who's your number two? Are we gonna do this at the same time? Or I maybe? I don't know. Do you have the same one as me? Uh, I have Taron Egon's uh, Elton John. You don't have the same number two. As no, me. I don't even. Not even close. Dude, he played Elton John to a T. He sound, he sound, I have your number one. Yeah. My oh. number two is Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's your number one. That's my number one, for sure. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix plays a Joker. We all talked about the movie. We've all seen the Everybody's movie. Everybody's talked it's about the movie. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, Oscar nominated. It should be Oscars. Should just win. Just give them all the awards. Yeah, now. Just go ahead. Just do it. Number one for me, Robert Downey Jr. Avengers Endgame. You just rewatched it, too. I liked it from the beginning. But yeah. upon rewatch, I can see the the culmination of everything that Iron Man has been to the Marvel, and this this is a big time because it's Endgame and because gonna, of the end of it. I was it, gonna say that yeah. how it plays probably on my heartstrings a little more, and I think this is probably why Tyler stayed away from it. Yes, absolutely. But I'm gonna I'll go a ball. I don't give a fuck. I'll go all boring. You know, whatever, yeah. dude. He this and him. You know, from the beginning. The desperation he shows being on the ship about to die, you know, to coming home and, you know, having this huge battle and just second guessing everything and saying it, you know, Iron Man's never been the one to give up and he so convincingly just gives up on everything. Yeah. And then you go, you go into, he now he's a family man, but he still has to look back and he's the, that whole him and Spider-Man, him and whole Spider-Man, everything about it is great. And I had to give it to him here. I have to give it to Robert Downey Jr. here because he's been reprising that role for so long, and this was definitely his best job at it. You think this was his best? Opus Deus, dude. That's it. So, fight me about it, bitch. No, I think you're. I think you're spot on. I think the, like you said, I tried to stay away just because. Because you're trying not to. You're trying not to be a fucking. Everybody be like, "Oh, well, you don't even." Well, look you at you no had sa- you had said earlier about Ewan McGregor being up there because of that pool of the yeah. other movie. Yeah. So I kind of st- I I tried to stay away. Ewan McGregor kind of pulled me in a little bit, but I tried to stay away just because Iron Man. It took how many how many appearances? Six appearances. But rewatch the movie again, dude. Do you know how many times I saw the movie? Don't know. I watched it. Three times in theaters. All right, maybe not. <laughs> I've seen it a lot, pal. But, but watching it on a, do you know what? Also, too, for me, watching it on a smaller scale, not going to see it in the theaters. Watching it on my laptop once in a, you know, in a more intimate situation, played differently too. I wonder, like, would that intimate? Would would it would it take away the intimacy seeing it in a packed theater or an empty theater? Like, if you saw it in an empty you, theater, would you that take have up all this space around you? It takes and, that, and it's on such a grand stage yeah. that everything plays so grandiose, and you're so wrapped up in 
everything being huge, like the fight scene and everything, yeah. that you forget the smaller part that Robbie Jun- Downey Jr. plays. When you're watching on your laptop, you, you, it's not like, oh, this is fan. Look at how awesome the uh, screen is. You're really watching a performance. Yeah. So, that you know, tell us what you think, people. Tell us what you think. Yeah, if you want to send, like Johnny Roca likes to send us his top ten of things. If you guys want to do that, you're more than welcome. We read them. We, uh, we also like to judge your top tens. I mean... We're very judgmental people, so... Yeah, I don't care. Also, tell us, I started... I'm going to Photoshop that thing last week with, <laughs> with our list on there. So, I mean, if you like that as a graphic, I mean, fucking cool, bud. <laughs> Nicole said, you did you did Tyler so dirty. It's yeah, like, did me wrong, and I was just trying to say, like, we don't have fucked up pictures of me. <laughs> yeah, I, I gave my consent. It was not It was not against my will. I asked him, do you want me to use this picture? <laughs> and I laughed my it's ass my off. my favorite dude. ones. I use it for gifts and everything. This shit's fucking hysterical. Nobody's ever... See, the thing is, nobody's ever gone through old pictures of me and looked and been like, oh, man, I could turn this into a meme yeah. and then taking a picture of it that's what i did to get that picture oh yeah you have to i had to you and have i was to, always i was not very self-conscious of this could come back and haunt me like 10 years from now i i think you were probably a little more conscious to that I, I just did no, stupid oh really. no we just did stupid dude shit. i've done stupid stuff my whole life all right I'm the originator of doing stupid stuff in this household, okay? You don't you don't take it over. You I'm just not, look I'm dumb. I'm not taking it you over. I'm just dumb. saying I look no, dumb. No, no, no. You look dumb doing normal stuff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, always go back to that picture of me trying to bunt when when playing <sighs> baseball. I look like I was constipated <sighs> on the toilet. Yeah, good that times. was the noise it made. But it made? You mean me? Yeah. It now? Fuck yeah. you. Wasn't sure. We weren't sure for a long time. Yeah. Still not could... still not sure. You know, there's 52 of those things. <laughs> oh, probably and, tra- and Travis hates 51 of them. <laughs> All except for men. <laughs> <laughs> white men. It's got to be white, too. That's right. Yeah. Dude. I can't believe your lack of diversity on your <laughs> list. It didn't help the buildup <laughs> of the whole thing. It did not help. That's fucking hysterical, dude. Okay, well, until next time, go to the Facebook, Trapdoor to Hell, on Facebook, at Trapdoor Pod, on Twitter. Yeah, you can go like that stuff and listen. Yeah. Flu game, pretty successful. I feel like Michael Jordan, 62 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Bye. If you are what you say you are, a superstar, then have no fear, the camera's here, and the microphones, and they wanna know, oh, 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 if you are what you say you are, a superstar, Trying to cash his microphone, check 212 Wanna believe my own hype, but it's too untrue The world brought me to my knees, what have you brung you? Did you improve on the design, did you do something new? Where your name in on the guest list, who brung you? You, the more famous person you come through And the sexy lady next to you, you come too And then the hitman, standing outside of heaven Waiting for God to come and get me I'm too uncouth, unschooled to the rules And too gumshoe, too much of a newcomer And too uncool, like shadow and
the veil I battle with it well Though I need a holiday like lady who sung blue Go back, whatever you did, you undo Heavy as heaven, the devil on me two tons too If you are what you say you are A superstar Then have no fear The camera's here And the microphones You better wear your shades The spotlights here can burn holes through the stage Down through the basement past the Indian graves Where the dinosaurs laid and out through China Nearly misses airliners magnified times five That's pointed at the rhyme I ricochets off the moon and sets the forest ablaze Now that's important to say Cause even with all that, most of us don't want it to fade Duh. We want it to braid, meaning we want it to grow, meaning we want it to stay. Like the governor called and he told him to wait. Unstrap him from the chair and put him back in his cage. The audience ain't phased, and they ain't gonna clap and they ain't gonna praise. They want everything back that they paid. Cause they've been waiting since 10 to see the lights get dim. If you are what you say you are, a superstar. Chauffeur, come and take me away Cause I've been standing in this line for like five whole days Me and security ain't getting along And when I got to the front, they told me all of the tickets were gone So just take me home where the mood is mellow When the roses are thrown, M&Ms are yellow When the light bulbs around my mirror don't flicker Everybody gets a nice autograph picture One for you and one for your sister Who had to work tonight but is an avid listener Every song's a favorite song and mics don't feedback All the reviewers say you need to go and see that and everybody claps cause everybody is pleased And then they all take the stage and stop performing for me Like ha 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 If you are what you say you are A superstar Then have no fear The camera's here And the microphones And they Hi.